Uh, is, like, uh, is this like Young Frankenstein? Is it what is this a Mel Brooks movie? Uh, <laughs> Did you stretch? Have you are you have you stretched before the show, Miles? You know this is a very physical uh, endeavor that we take on. And, I do uh, uh, high impact kegels. <laughs> is that that is that what that grunting's about? Yeah, it is. I can actually uh, I can pick up um, like a, a cannonball. <laughs> what, what, you're talking about the, the one that they the Olympic the Olympic one that they spin around and they 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 throw. Is that the one you're talking about? Oh, I I can do that too as well with it's your butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> We're on to such a great start, Miles. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking about it. It's been uh, oh, uh four, four, four weeks since our last one because uh, you know, two weeks ago we were we were busy uh out in out in Branson. So it's like, that's why I said that's why we kind of have to do some stretching here because you know we're we're exercising some muscles that we haven't used in a bit. So we gotta. I'm just, I'm just thinking about your safety, bro. That's all I'm saying. So you're trying to spot me, bro? Is that what's yeah, going yes, on? Yes, I'm trying to spot you. You don't, don't. you don't want me to pull anything? Exactly, exactly. Will not pull anything. Don't pull anything, Miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, you had some uh, some some magazine in front of you. What what are you what are you rocking? Uh, what's going on? The, uh, uh, BBW uh, monthly. Shut uh, up. It's a Club Life magazine, actually, that came from Nissan. Uh, it's a Nissan Owners Club magazine, straight oh. off the hot presses in Hapan. So yeah, wow, it's like it talks about the new Z. This I think this came out a while back, like maybe a few months back. But of course, I gotta get caught up on my readings, and uh, yeah, it's pretty slick for those that haven't checked it out or don't have access to it. But you can catch this um, if you're ever in Japan and stop by the Nissan headquarters. I think sometimes you can find these in the lobbies. They're kind of freebies, um, handouts. Uh if you will. Pretty cool stuff, though. But I happen to get a few of these from a friend of a friend, so pretty slick. Nice, 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 man. Well, anyways... Yeah. But we've got a lot to talk about. This is episode number 50? Yeah, dude. Milestone. We got a good, that's a good number. Um, what did you get me? Did you get me anything? <laughs> uh... <sighs> No, no, I'm sorry. Uh, my presence is my. Is that is that mine? Oh, you shouldn't have. Yeah, well, I uh, shouldn't. So, you didn't obviously, get me anything. So yeah. Well, I. You know what? It's been a long day. You know, work since they've been riding me hard. Not <laughs> baby, baby, baby. You, you get your guilt trip me like this is like some sort of uh, anniversary, right? Yeah. So well, it was it was the uh, dirty thirties, then the flirty forties. What what do you call the fifties? Freaky fifties. The freaky fifties. Good improv. Yeah. I like that. That's that's good. We're into f- episode wise. We are into the freaky fifties. We're gonna get real weird with it. <laughs> gonna get real freaky. So <laughs> we got a lot to cover in this episode number fifty of the Nissan Nerd Podcast. Mike, Mike, ding, ding, ding. Tell them what they won. Let's go for it again. All right, again uh, on this episode of the Nissan Nerd Podcast, uh, Nissan is preparing for their new Aria. To uh, go on a road trip from North Pole to South Pole, it's big. It's a big endeavor. We're going to talk about that. Miles, you've got an article, something about a uh, a really cool rendering that caught your attention. So I know we'll be talking about that. And uh, later on, we are going to be uh, recapping our awesome road trip and visit to Branson Z Fest. It was a first for both of us. 
we've got quite a lot to talk about uh, about that great show. So we're going to go get into it. Uh, everybody who's with us, thanks for being with us. Stick around and uh, let's go ahead and do this. Our beautiful music by Sir Panda Eyes, DJ Sir Panda Eyes. So yes, goes to a man we'd never met that made our music. So, Believe yeah. it or not, yeah, we did a lot of. Would you say we did a lot of uh, research, research for the song? Yeah. I mean, I remember trying. I mean, I was searching for something that kind of matched what we were trying to put down, you know, and that energy, that uh, vitality. Vitality. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, but Go yeah. I, no, I'm just thinking about the song. I was like, well, maybe. Uh, yeah. I still like it. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I can see me popping and locking to that. All right, moving on. Um, so yeah, um, we do got a lot to cover in episode number fifty here today. We did a lot, man. We were supposed to do. We did so much coming back after Branson. Um, we weren't, we were a little under the weather. Um, Branson pretty much almost killed us, uh, <laughs> us, uh, us and our, um, and our intern, Mr. Ion Descupta, he almost died as well. And then, uh, yeah, it's just been a, it's been a wild, crazy ride for everything we've done. Yeah. You and I were supposed to actually go to, um, uh, the donut media tour that, uh, we had gotten tickets to yesterday, yeah. But we just found out it got canceled. We were supposed well, to be there yesterday. That was the thing. Uh, so uh, for anybody who follows Donut Media, they have their own podcast and, and a, a plethora of just videos all over. If you, if you don't know them, you should definitely should. But yeah, there there was a, a live show that was just coincidentally was planned to come through our town. Uh, we bought tickets about two months ago. And then we yeah. didn't find out until yesterday that um, one month ago, we, we were just so busy, we, we didn't know. Uh, it, it didn't, I guess it was canceled. Uh, the entire tour was canceled. So, yeah. um, it wasn't until, you know, yeah, yesterday that we were thinking, oh, oh, we were just so pumped, ready to go. And then, uh, I guess we were just oh. let down and it is but, what it is. So I don't know. We were planning a crazy back, uh, backstage party and all this stuff. <laughs> we almost got the whole VIP package. Um, yeah, and it just whole thing just shut down i don't know what happened something about cocaine and a dead hooker but I'm miles <laughs> miles miles was daydreaming of uh yeah kidnapping the guys and showing them a night on the town after the show man we were gonna yeah we we're gonna black mask them and that's it <laughs> the, the 18 the van, van and throw them in the van yeah we're gonna throw in the in nerd force one and just take off so <laughs> yeah but uh moving along yeah we, that didn't happen so luckily me and mike got a good rest for today we so we were able to uh kind of get around to putting on this show and we 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 didn't have to scramble like we normally do so that's good so um before we uh move on for the night evening of course give a thanks to those that joined us um uh, that we're able to make it tonight. Yes. Um, we got Mr. Drake Camacho jumping in with us tonight. Thank you. Good evening in South Pacific from Gwizom. I don't even know what time it is in Gwizom right now. <laughs> sure, it's a late evening or it's an early Thank morning. Hang on. Thanks for being with us. Yeah. Good Thank morning and or good night, whatever the time zone is. Uh, have a good one. <laughs> Either way, drink one for us. Call yeah. Me. 
whatever. <laughs> um, Mr. Reef Seeley, a good buddy of ours, uh, who also joined us with Branson. Yeah, he uh, he's on with us here tonight. And I guess we'll have a few more people kind of trickling in. I think Ion is also going to be with us a little bit later on. Yes. Uh, maybe if we like him. Um, and that's on with us. So kudos to him. We'll have a few more people jumping in as we go, but let's go ahead and move uh, right on. Mike, uh, I kind of want to drink. We need to do a hear you. Let's go ahead and do that again, guys. Uh, for those who are with us again, we go ahead and do a uh, Kanpai, a salutes. Uh, we say that uh, a salute to those in the Nissan family whom we wish good health. And uh, to those that we may have lost along the way, let's go ahead and be reminded of, of them. Uh, we say Kanpai, guys. Please join us. Goodbye. Mm. So too bad. Not mm. too bad. What do you have? Mm. Anything in particular? Oh, did you have your? Um, was that your Bierstein? We'll have to get into that. That's the. That's your. Yeah, that's your we'll, new we'll one. A little bit later, yeah. Okay. Bierstein. And for those that don't know, if you see me on the streets, I can be paid off in both sexual favors and beer mugs. <laughs> <laughs> T-shirts. I should say that. T-shirts, stickers, beer mugs. Yep. Special favors. No uh, offer is too low. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no offer is too low in any of those categories. Moving yes, on. Yes, yes. All right. So um, let's go ahead and just jump into news. Mike, I think you got the first article. Um, some actually pretty cool news about the new Araya. Uh, yes. Uh, only get, let's go ahead and get into that. Uh, yes. So let's go ahead and get into the news. Uh, let's go ahead. Uh, where are we at? I remember my first day. I was so scared. Let me see. Here it goes. I'm uh, <laughs> had some technical difficulties. difficulties. Let's go mm -hmm. for this. There we go. All right, let's go for it. this first. This article that I wanted to share with you, Miles, though, is from uh, Nissan's uh, official news media outlet online. Uh, I'll go ahead and share my screen with you guys, and uh, it is talking about the Nissan Aria is planning for an all-electric embark uh, convoy, or I should say road trip, uh, from the North Pole to the South Pole. Now, that's quite an endeavor. This is something uh, that hasn't been done before. Uh, this is, I mean, just think about that. That's, uh, I think they said here about six, it's over 16,000 miles to go uh, starting from the North Pole, traveling through North America, South America, uh, North, Central, South America, and ultimately uh, finding the way into Antarctica uh, in an all-electric vehicle. And I think... Damn! Uh, Damn! Damn! Hey, that's a lot of power, <laughs> brother. So, I don't it know. What, let's, uh, let's talk about what's going to happen during that process. Let's talk about what is going to fail. Let's talk about... Uh, the retail value on that car after it is uh... <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Let, let's 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 get into it. So, um, I think the uh, this is a promotional road trip that's happening. The Aria is, is Nissan's all new, all electric vehicle. Um, electric vehicles in general have that stigma where a lot of people are who try to or attempt to make a long road trip. They're just some people are just uh, concerned about doing it because you have to recharge, you know, recharging stations. Are they plentiful? Uh, what's the lead time? How long does it take to recharge? And, and as part of this promotional uh, road trip, uh, they're trying to dispel these, these concerns so that the general public, the world in this case, 
can understand that it is possible, and it's just going to get easier uh, as uh, the EV infrastructure and charge stations and are become more and more plentiful. So it sort of is a trailblazing, you know, attempt. Uh, and I, I should mention again, this is the first vehicle of any type to uh, take on this uh, this challenge, uh, which they're going to begin this uh, March of 2023. Uh, so springtime. Into this and all the history of vehicles. That's what they're saying. Yeah, that, this article here again. If I if I go to here, uh, I don't know. Let's see here. I I actually uh, was a little um, hard to believe that as well. But uh, let me see if I, I know. Here. I feel like somebody's done it in a motorcycle, but maybe you're right. Maybe nobody's ever pulled it off in a car. That's... Well, I, I can understand if someone had traveled through the Americas. Let's say from you know somewhere in Canada down to the tip of. South America, I, but Antarctica. I mean, that's a. Granted, there's a, there's some sort of boat involved. You know what I mean? Like, I don't there's know. The, I'm just, uh, there's no uh, there's no um, ice bridge that connects all the. Uh, <laughs> you're telling me that is no longer in existence anymore. The uh, the massive ice bridge in that, the, uh, <laughs> I, I don't, you know I don't know what happened to it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Pick up a book. Come on now. Check, Check it out. out the big brain on bread. All right. Anyway, um, the ice bridge is no longer there. Yeah, I would have figured yeah. at some point, boom, they got to jump on a boat, slam that sucker on the last part of it, which I think is probably going to be one of the hardest sections. Um, yeah. I mean, dude, that's crazy. So is it just this one guy rolling solo? What's going on? So, is yes. Got anybody to talk to? So the, the person who's taking on this uh, adventure, his name is Chris Ramsey. He's uh, from Britain. Uh, this isn't his first time that he's actually uh, taken on a challenge like this. Uh, he has done something before, uh, I believe it's with the Nissan Leaf. So uh, he did that in 2016. He completed a North Coast 500-mile uh, trip in a uh, Nissan Leaf. Uh, this trip will have a mod specially modified aria uh, that will be uh, that's going to take on the various types of terrain that that they're going to encounter throughout this entire trip. Uh, and the types of terrain that we're talking about, it, there are glacier landscapes. They said uh, mountain climbs, desert dunes. I mean, you've you've got uh, they're going to have a specially set of uh, tires, uh, upgraded wheels, uh, modified suspension to actually be able to take on these types of um, uh, of terrain so uh there will be a second unmodified aria uh in convoy with this modified aria it is going to be used as a support vehicle for the uh for, for chris parts car they'll strip down <laughs> parts car yeah yeah let's talk about the most important thing here um so he's no obviously this guy's been doing it for a hot minute so he's no stranger to peeing in a jug while you're driving <laughs> thing that we got going on here so uh yeah i mean these long distance drivers they're they're at a they're another level you know trying to make these things but then again it's not a timed thing for the most part it's just more about right. endurance and showing off the vehicle yes. so i think they can pull it off how long is this endeavor planned for going well, it's at six sixteen thousand miles. Uh, they did not mention. I don't. I do not recall them actually mentioning number of days. And that brings up a good point. This is not a high speed event. This is not a uh, first to make it. You know, race or competition. This is simply 
you know, blazing the trail, just letting people know that it's possible. So I imagine um, one is that they'll probably take their time, you know, staying focused. I mean, they're not going to just <laughs> they're not going to stop off for a weekend in uh, New Orleans or nothing like that. You know what I mean? They're gonna they're gonna keep going. You know, <laughs> be a lot cooler if you did. So. Right? That'd be a lot cooler if you did. Right? I'm sure uh, there will be a lot of pictures as they come. Um, I'm sure I it's- I event form still sounds pretty cool though you know um but dude i'm so uh I, i'm it sounds like fun I, I wonder what parts they're gonna go through so i don't know well i mean uh yeah if they wake up one day and, and their their modified wheels and their custom wheels are on um, bricks and then they know they they oh, stayed at the whoa. wrong hotel you know i'm just <laughs> the Thunderdome, bitch. So, I, uh, I, uh, I think they'll be fine i mean the only problem they had to really have to worry about is i don't know i mean every part poses its dangers i guess you know but you boys like mexico yeah <laughs> well, I think other than going through everything i think they're gonna have a, a good time it should be a good pr event i'm excited to see it uh, i noticed you put a photo up here is this like a, a rendering the, this is guess, are they calling this pole to pole they are and i was like is that slow hanging fruit for I'm yeah gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna it's, it's low i agree fruit. You're better. I'm better. We're going to leave it alone. We're going to keep our integrity and not talk about the pole to pole. Yeah. We're going to take the high road. Moving on. Yeah. yeah. I do like this rendering though. Uh, I mean, of course, this is what they're illustrating as far as the modified suspension, the the all-terrain wheels. Um, I I do like the rendering. I I would love to see it. You know, when this thing actually starts to make its trip, I I would like to see – of course, we'll see the real, the actual pictures come around. So, and and they did pick spring. That was one thing I wanted to mention. They picked spring. Uh, I mean, it's they didn't say exactly which month of spring, but you know, I'm thinking about uh, like like Canada area. I'm pretty sure there's still it's snowing. Depending on what what month they're at, you know, yeah, they're, they're going to have challenging. Was that? They're probably trying to travel during the months when it, the weather is at its most optimum for traveling. So that makes sense. So. I agree. I agree. So, I mean, it's obviously strategic, but uh, uh, no matter what, I mean, I just, I'm more curious to see how many stops they have to make and how long each stop will take as far as to recharge this vehicle. And, and obviously that's data. what it's about too. Huh? Yeah. The amount of data they're probably going to pull from this thing is probably going to be, uh, you know, eye opening, you know, to, to show Huge. off, it, to show off the vehicle, um, all the options that it has, yep. um, you know, especially with the suspension system and the, um, that uh, sideways, oh God. And I sound so the intelligent mobility. The, uh, I think that's the, I'm, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yes. Uh, there is also a big part of this article is that Nissan is also promoting uh, what they call the – we've talked about it before, the uh, Nissan E-Force. And this is a type of – this is their most advanced all-wheel drive, control, uh, all-wheel drive control technology made to date. Uh, it is relatively new, so they, they are definitely using this road trip as a uh, – as a tool to promote uh, their e-force technology as well. Uh, managing power output and braking performance for smoothness and stability is what they say. They're going to have a lot of opportunity to dodge some boulders. So, let's see. <laughs> so kudos. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm curious to see how it all rolls out, but yeah, a really good article. So cool. moving on down the line uh, before we do that, let's move on. Let's do some crowd work. Uh, <laughs> Stefan has joined on with us. Cheers. Cheers as well. Cheers. Um, Ion. Kampai. Oh, Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Mustachioso. 
So I had a good time with those guys in Branson. Great guys. Brad Elder, jump on with us here tonight. Cheers as well. Ah, that Thanks is for being with us. Our time lamps grew, who actually yeah. took a time lapse video of us in Branson. We'll talk a little bit about that later, later on. And Curtis Davey joining on with us. Kudos as well. Him, him in a 620. Yep. Yep. So uh, moving on, uh, let's go on to the next uh, topic that we have here for the night. Um, this is actually something that I kind of want to talk a little bit. It wasn't quite news, um, but uh, Mike, I don't know if you have the article on this one. But... I do. Okay. You want, cool. me to, you want me to share it? All right. All right. Let's go for share it. I want you to share my article. <laughs> this is actually pretty cool, but go ahead. Go, go for it. Okay, so this is about the uh, new Nissan Xterra. Um, it actually is not about the new Nissan Xterra. This is just a fan that took it upon themselves to say he loved the Xterra so much, which I can wholeheartedly agree. I think the Xterra is an amazing vehicle. He decided to create his own rendering. Um, this rendering comes from, I guess, what we would call an Xterra superfan who just happened to be a digital car designer, a gentleman by the name of Enoch Gabriel Gonzalez. This article came out of CarBuzz, um, but it actually folk, uh, showcased his digital car design, and it actually got a lot of, um, I guess, as it were, hype or a lot of um, um, impact on the mm -hmm. internet from just the design factor. Um, I have to say, I was kind of blown away from it being an Xterra um, homage, if you will. And and there is a little bit to me of the late 90s Pathfinder in there too as well. Yes. Um, you can kind of see it a little bit in the hood. Like we used to see that uh, on the hard body, that three slit design, which I still that, like to this day. Those wheels, that was what I thought as well. It's definitely and homage I for that. The on the wheels, I thought they were great. I mean, this car kind of checked all the boxes for me. Of course, this is a a car rendered in space. It's completely digital, but <clears throat> the execution in, in my opinion is just amazing. Like it, it's just so well done. It follows the traditional lines of the exterior, which actually has a fan base and should oh, be honored in that capacity. It's got really new use of, uh, I guess these lights as it were. I, I mean, you know, we're, we're looking at LED technology for some of the fogs, which is kind of tucked away and subtle and sexy. And mm -hmm. I, I dig it. We're still kind of keeping the roof line and then the the, um, the OEM spec trail um, roof little, I guess it would be a roof rack if you were kind of going into that. And then you've got flares that are attached to it too as well. I mean, it's just everything that I would want it, in my, in an exterior if it was coming out new. Would you call this some somewhat of a uh, yeah like another Nissan retro? Obviously, this is not from Nissan, but but would you call it a similar to uh, you know like I said with Nissan and the new Z having having these retro uh, tributes uh, to previous models of the Z? This, I see a lot of uh, tributes, like you said, to uh, the Xterra and uh, the old Pathfinder as well. I mean, the, the handles uh, for the sec for the, the rear doors. You've got this yes. little. Bump. I love that. Now, give me a give me a butt shot here. Okay, uh, butt shot. <laughs> butt shot. Boom. Our butt shot. I mean, we got everything that I would want in a butt shot. You got a window that flips upwards, um, and yeah. you got a spare tire that's rear mounted as well, and it keeps that cool little Xterra medical kit bulge that kind of sticks out with the badging on the side where it says. Xterra. Yeah. I mean, the lights are, are you know, albeit. Uh, a, a cool integration, but I mean, they're properly placed in the right location. They're carrying that three, 
uh, vent lines in the front with the brake lines with the brake lights at the top three. I mean, there's some obviously some changes yeah. that would be made if that would ever make it in production. But Nissan, if you're listening. I don't know, man. I, I just think this is a, a home run, and I don't think I'm the only one who knows. So uh, just throwing it out there. So something I, that can here. I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, and CarBuzz did leave a, a really good comment because the Xterra uh, left uh, the U.S. market in 2015, and Correct. it was the Pathfinder, which is primarily front-wheel drive unless you get the all-wheel drive option, was the vehicle that took its, that kind of filled its spot and I mean, it's you know seven years later. I think I mean some of it's us would say brother, that wasn't enough. You know, it was the brother that we we wanted more from. <laughs> Just, <laughs> it, was, it was the stepdad that could have done better. You know, it's like come on. Yeah, right. Exactly. So they're saying yeah, the Pathfinder didn't really fit. You know, it didn't really fit the fit the shoe. And then the next available model is the Armada, which is if you're trying to buy one new, is is it's got this uh, pretty mean, big price tag. So. I think if you made the Xterra just like this in a, yeah. or, you know, a streamlined version of it, albeit, I mean, you could make this in an EV model and I think it would still sell. And then if you put it out in a six, you know, with all the new uh, colors that are kind of coming up in the Nissan line, you know, you put mm -hmm. that out in a green, a blue, the traditional Xterra yellow, um, you know, I think you'd be fine. Maybe even a Nismo model if you really wanted to get funky with it, yeah. you know, or a pole-to-pole -pole version. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, yeah. moving on, I mean, needless to say, uh, I, you know, it's rare that I ever take, like, a digital reference and kind of bring it up for actual news. But I just think this is so noteworthy. I thought he did, thought he did a great, damn good job. But we don't talk about Xterra's enough on this program. So yeah. I just wanted to give a little shout-out, a little throw-out, throw out a little – um, a little, a little pour out for some of my Xterra homies that aren't with us. <laughs> awesome. Hey, by the way, uh, and this is this is new to me. I'll share it with you. I'm sure you read this two miles. But for those who are with us, there was a predecessor to the uh, uh, Xterra, uh, which was the uh, Toronto, Toronto, but that was not. It wasn't in the U.S. and Actually, you know, reading this article this week, that was I didn't know that. So the more you know, where's that star? The more you know. Yeah, and then but in the United States, it was it was all about uh, the end for us. Fatality. <laughs> Good use of the the sound clip there. Yeah. I try. All right, moving along. Uh, that uh, concludes the big boy news. Now it's all news in 60 seconds um, from you, Mr. Mike. Well, we always get news in 60 seconds, but it's never news in 60 seconds. Is news in about 120 seconds. But go ahead, move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. We're going to give it a shot here. All right, let's go ahead and do it. Again, these are just a few honorable mentions of stories that are that we've uh, come across within the last uh, week or two. Uh, let's go ahead and give them some love. Uh, I'm going to share my screen on this. Uh, first one up, uh, the Nissan. Did it add? There we go. All right. First one up, the uh, the new Nissan Z and the Aria uh, are nominated for North American Car and North American Utility Vehicle of the Year here for 2022. Uh, this article comes from uh, NorthAmericanCarOfTheYear.org. You can't get any more direct than that. So. <laughs> uh, in total, there are 47 cars, trucks, and utility vehicles that are eligible this year. Uh, these are the two that were nominated that are Nissan uh, and or Infiniti. I, there were no Infinities this year, though. Uh, the awards, 
essentially they are awarded by a panel of 50 highly uh, experienced jurors from media all over social media, uh, not social media, I'm sorry, online prints, uh, magazines, uh, uh, again, uh, experienced juror, they call them jurors, experienced jurors uh, from media that can uh, place their vote. Um, to be eligible, vehicles must all uh, be all substantially new or and available for purchase before the end of the calendar year. Uh, these uh, semi-finalists in each category will be announced in September. What is that? Three months from now. Uh, finalists in November and the category winners will be announced in January of 2023. So, uh, shout out to the New Z and the Aria. Uh, they have got some stiff competition, though. Uh, you know, the, the New Z is competing against the Porsche Cayman GT4 RS, uh, the new Toyota GR Corolla which has got some buzz. A lot of these they're talking about are EVs, and which is why the Aria fits so nicely. Because in terms, I mean, this is just, this is this is uh, nothing new. But when the automotive industry, obviously, right now the the EV world, this uh, transition is very very huge. So a lot of these eligible car and trucks of the year are EV, and so that is such the case with uh, the Aria as well. Uh, the utility vehicle of the year has. Uh, 31 entries. That is a lot uh, to, to choose from. So yeah, I would say definitely if the Aria makes it, that is a huge, huge uh, feather in the cap. We're going we're gonna to back that up. So that's utility vehicles of the year. Go up straight a little bit. Go, go up, stop. All right. So the Nissan Z is now. Go give me the list. Go down. Come on now. The, okay. The Nissan Z is placed number nine. Um, above it, the Genesis G90. Okay, all right. If you want to fight that battle, we'll talk about it later. The BMW i4. Okay. <laughs> At the top of the list, the Acura Integra. Hold I up. saw that. Yeah. I own the Acura Integra for a hot minute, and yes, it's a, it was a great car. The new Acura Integra was yeah. not too bad, but then they came out and Acura like pretty much just just screw the pooch when they yeah. dropped the, the version out with the stickers and all the garbage on it and they did the four-door version did you mm -hmm. see what i said yeah yes shame yeah <laughs> i agree and and this integra uh, uh from what from what i've read is just a rebadged honda cross tour i think it's got some modifications and whatnot but it's a four-door there is not a two-door version it doesn't have the iconic four uh the four eyes integra look which was on the last generation uh, the previous generation um Okay. By the way, Miles and I do a Honda Nerd podcast on Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. Let me just go ahead and say this. If you have to make more than three excuses for a car, guess what? It shouldn't be at the top of the list, the car of the year. Yeah, well, and I was wondering, I don't know if they if they had mentioned this actually being in uh, a particular order. I, well, I know I'm these are the ones. In order, and sir, I am offended. I am offended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, hopefully, you know, if we do the right stuff and, and the Z, you know, having created such a buzz that it has, uh, you know, maybe we'll see it on top, you know. So. Let's talk about this. I mean, I don't know. I, I, now you got me all angry. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Let's move on. Next one. <laughs> uh, I see. Next move. one. Next one. Uh. Yeah. Next one on the uh, news in 60 seconds and or whenever we feel like it here. Uh, this is actually from Nissan's media channel as well. Uh, the Nissan Foundation awards $848,000 in grants to nonprofits sharing unique cultural perspectives 
in 2022. Uh, the nice. Nissan Foundation, yeah, very, very nice. Uh, Nissan Foundation has been around for 30 years uh, and has supported educational programs that promote a greater appreciation and understanding of America's diverse cultural uh, heritage. Uh, there are 33 nonprofit organizations which will receive uh, this disbursement of this $848,000. Uh, these these nonprofits can be found on a list on on Nissan's site. We'll go ahead and include it in our show notes. Uh, and these areas are where Nissan has had or has a operational presence. Uh, so in in very key cities, I think they mentioned you know California, Tennessee, obviously uh, a few in Texas as well, uh, New York. Uh, again, check out our show notes. We'll have the exact names if you really are curious. They are there. Uh, fun note, I did not know this. The Nissan Foundation was created as a direct response to the civil unrest that followed the Rodney King trial verdict that occurred near Nissan's North America headquarters uh, in Southern California. I oh, wow. think about that. I didn't, you know, 30 years ago. This was the Nissan Foundation, and all of the money that it's donated in grants uh, over each year was a response to, uh, you know, I, maybe I'm maybe we're showing our age, but I remember that uh, a little bit the uh, the trial and you well, know the, I, we're talking about the Rodney King uh, trial and mm-hmm. and ever, all the aftermath that come with it. Yeah, that was an interesting time. Uh, yeah. I'm going to leave it alone, yeah, but- yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to go any deeper on it, but it is pretty cool how it was a response. So that that is pretty Fair, cool, though. You know, yeah. out of it, I mean, something good was created like this. So, yeah, kudos to Nissan again for for coming up. Uh, 848000 is nothing to scoff at. And, uh, you know, Nissan always does really cool and generous things like this. Um, we try to keep you abreast of it as we move forward. But, I mean, the Smyrna plant does amazing things. The um, Nissan Foundation does a lot of uh, great things that out of the headquarters i mean to be surprised i mean when the um when the uh when covid really kind of came down nissan changed its manufacturing line uh to to make masks for for yes. a short time in an effort to help out uh i mean you know that's one thing i love about the brand um you know people always ask like i know you you're a big z guy and you're a big you know fan of of the nissan models it's like but why the brand so much it's because i really get behind the brand and everything that stands for i feel like it it really symbolizes everything that we um embody in try to embody in our culture and then when we do our events or we do um something like this you know this is why we stand behind that brand so much we love the designs we love that they care so much about the community and and people and um and the car community for that matter so yeah kudos to them for everything they do along just another drop in the bucket of many many cool things that they've done over the last uh, a number of years so absolutely absolutely let's go to go with the next last uh the last story here for news in 60 seconds uh, this one was really really fun i almost i honestly struggled with making this my main story this this week and uh, i really liked it and i'll tell you why uh there is now an official Z32 JDM Market Production Data website, a registry that tells you from the VIN number all the co- all the optional uh, all the combinations that were made according to every VIN number. And the reason why this affects me is because yes, I do have a, a JDM 300ZX, and uh, you've got and, and it was really fun. I, I literally spent. Go ahead. Name drop. Name drive here. 
<laughs> I I had fun though. I was actually going through this uh, for the last couple of days, kind of looking at the number of options, what, what was going on, and I thought it'd be fun. Honestly, I'll uh, I'll uh, do my my VIN number right now just to kind of show you what it is. It, it's a really good, I think, a really cool exercise. Honestly, I uh, let's go for it. Uh, and it tells you how many cars are built each year for the Japan market. Now, I should say, now this is not the only one registry that's out online, but this is the first for the uh, the JDM Z32. The U.S. market has their own registry on a different website, uh, and it is available. So I'll get, show you here, just a quick search. Uh, I've got my VIN number right here, 364. Is identity theft among cars a real thing? I don't have no idea. Well, come somebody's going to be at your house and, and take it from you here tonight. So it's cool. You better not say it's that rare because they'll come and snatch it from you. <laughs> no, I don't think it's I don't think it's rare. It's the most, and you know this, Miles. This is it's the most base of the base Z32 you can find. It doesn't even have ABS for God's sake. So it's that's that's really unique because the U.S. all of U.S. cars got the ABS. Mine does not. But yeah, it's, uh, color code three six seventy three silver metallic. There it is. It has all the options here. Uh, manual transmission, non-turbo, uh, rear spoiler. Uh, with four cylinder. Uh, That's weird. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, Truly the base of the base. It had the a base. Four in it. That's weird that it had a K four, and it's a single cam K. Oh, Shut up. A <laughs> <laughs> truck engine in your C. Oh, weird. All right, moving uh, on. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, so if you guys are interested in, in knowing this, knowing more about this registry, you can go to gtr-registry.com, and it's and just to let you know, it's more than just the Z32 that they have information on. Uh, such examples here, it is loading. Uh, the Ooh. GTR uh, R35, the R34, counting down R33, R32, 31. Uh, pretty, essentially, virtually every generation of Skyline, or most generations of Skyline. Uh, there are a few other hero cars, of course, that are non-Nissan. You do have the Silvia S13, 14, and 15 uh, available uh, in this registry. The Pulsar, my favorite. They've got some uh, information on this, uh, the Figaro, and uh, the uh, Z33 Fair Lady as well, 350Z. Uh, there is a registry on that. So, again, gtr-registry.com. You can check out more on this. I haven't seen a whole lot of right-hand drive 350Zs uh, stateside, now that I'm thinking about it. Weird, huh? Well, Well, there's a 25-year rule, so if the first one wasn't made until 03, so it won't be until 2028, uh, at least within certain rules... Uh, importation that's rules. Get a, that's the only way you're going to get a clean 350Z nowadays that haven't hasn't been uh, hasn't been drift boyed all to hell. So good point. You're not wrong. Thing. Yeah, you, you know you're not wrong. <laughs> I think uh, on Megan coilovers and hit every curb and their and their four zip codes. So it's like yeah. Uh, small tidbit of information too. Um, in Canada. You can import a car that is uh, as young as as young as 15 years old. In the U.S., it's 25. In Canada, it's 15. That means Canada has a 10-year head start on importing some fun cars, like you mentioned with the uh, with the uh, right-hand drive 350. So technically, right-hand drive 350s should be floating around uh, Canada already. Uh, that's the same goes for the S15 Silvia. Uh, you know. Uh, 
It's interesting information, though. I, I, I've always that, that struck me whenever I heard about that. I was like, we might be Canadian soon. A eh? <laughs> <laughs> one more reason to go to Canada, man. Yeah, like to all our Canadian friends, you like you lucky you lucky guys. Yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. Moving down the line, we got more news to kind of go over. Um, so that concludes our news in. Around about sixty seconds. We should say news not in sixty seconds. So I like that. News <laughs> never in sixty seconds. We'll see. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, let's do some crowd work. Ion responded to us. He goes, "That's interesting." I'm assuming he's talking about your car. He said that has a base seat, but it has a spoiler. Ooh, he's calling you out, homie. Well, it's true. I mean, it's 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 all there. It's in black and white. I mean, uh, you you are you're. You're absolutely right. It, it does have a spoiler, and it it doesn't have cruise control. I know that much. It doesn't have ABS. It's a. I want to say it's one uh, pretty low on the totem pole, though. Yeah. Nah, uh, base models are they sometimes are sought after, especially in our world, because those are the cars that are prime for ownership, just like the slick tops. You know, well, the slick tops specifically for sure. Yeah, because yep. the weight is all gone, and but you know, teach their own. Some people love the tops. Some people love the uh, slick tops. I mean, well, it is what it is. Yes, sir. All right, moving on down the line, motorsports. We got Super GT. Now, it has been a month since you and I have gotten together, so luckily there actually has been a Super GT race while we were about on our vacation, vacation, um, you know, going around. So um, let me go ahead. I am going to say I want to steal the steering wheel for a minute. I know you hate when I say that, but I am going to steal that. Okay. And let me drop this on you, homie. Booyah kasha. All right. So let's see here. So this is actually some footage from uh, Super GT round three of Suzuka. And can everybody see it? Yes, we can. Perfect. All right. Um, So actually the round three of Super GT, come on now, hit me. Yeah. I thought I was like this. Oh, you're probably waiting to press play on that one, huh? You would think so. All right. But I thought I would knew what I was doing here. My apologies. Having some kind of difficulties. Anyway, we'll put it up here in a second. Anyway, round three of uh, Super GT just occurred here recently. Um, that occurred. You son of a bitch. All right. Boom. All right. We'll let that just play in the background. All right. Moving on. (laughs) Round Mm -hmm. three, Super GT Suzuka Circuit um, actually occurred May 28th and 29th. Um, It actually turned out to be a pretty good weekend for Nissan all in all. Um, So we had the uh, practice that actually went on on the 28th for the 500 series and the 300 series. Uh, Let's start with the 500 class. Mm Mm-hmm. And actually, we'll start with the 300 class and move on to the 500 class. For the um, for the for the 300 class on the Saturday's practice, well, not too bad. Um, you know, of course, the the shining star for Nissan was the realized Nissan Mechanic Challenge uh, GTR, which actually held strong through the practice, um, coming in in a solid third. Um, they weren't quite hitting um, hitting first like we're usually normally seeing them at, within the last few races, but they did hold. strong strong only missing um from first and second off by just about three seconds so they were just barely off the pace 
going into Saturday's qualifying for the 300 class, um, the Realized team held strong, um, taking third place in the podium. Uh, for that day, again, only being off in this by three tenths of a second um, on the qualifying day. Three tenths. And um, for qualifying day on the 28th for the 500 class, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, Motul Altec Z. Um, these guys were just kick and tail um, in practice. Um, they were put down a blistering time with the fastest lap in the practice round at um, one minute, 45 seconds. And which was actually pretty damn well, uh, pretty damn fast for practice time. Going into qualifying speeds kind of went up a little bit um, and they actually got bumped down a little bit. The, uh, the Motul Altec, when it came to qualifying, they actually uh, suffered some um, technical difficulties. It actually got they got bumped down to 12th place mm-hmm. after practice, but third place um, was actually by Craft Sports Motul Z. They came in third with just a few seconds off the pace, um, and they put in a blisteringly fast lap. I actually wanted to show that to you. Sure. Here. Now, uh, bring it back down here and show you their their lap that they put out. <laughs> now, this is the Galsonic Z that actually was running out a little bit. Uh, this was the... Um, <laughs> I'm going to bring this down a little bit. And this is their QT. And that was just an extremely fast lap for that day. Um, even though they came in uh, putting down for third, they still got up into the points for the third. Now, going into race day, um, race day was an extremely good day for Nissan. Um, and I'm going to talk a little bit about this. And I'm going to give you, uh, this is the start date with, of course, with the new Z is the new pace car, um, which we've talked a little bit about offline Mm. um, on the Facebook page. You can check that car out a little bit more in detail. But here is the start of the race um, for race day, the 29th at Suzuka. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about the the 300 class. Um, The realized Nissan mechanic really uh the gtr actually had a really surprisingly tough day um they battled their way through a lot but they actually slipped down a few places throughout most of the day but then came back to finish in third off by just a three points of a second um uh, lee uh, unfortunately losing to the uh, uh first place bmw m4 uh by studi and then the k-tunes rcf gt3 with lexus um and then the realized gtr came in third which is still very very good for them they, they it's surprisingly great finish um the Mechanic Challenge GTR has actually been doing really good so far. Of course, we are only in round three of the season, which is around a total of eight rounds. Um, I do see them finishing strong, if not taking the whole thing, just like they did last year. Um, They did a a great... 
uh, a great uh, expedition of uh, of speed throughout that entire series. I, I I can't see them not performing like this again. Um, a few more honorable mentions in the 300 class. Um, the seventh place went up to the run-up Rival GTR. The Gainer Tanax mm. GTR came in eighth. Um, and those are going to round out the GTRs um, for uh, that were in in the money, if you will, for the <laughs> uh, for the 300 class. Going into the 500 class, bit of a different story, and I want to show you coming up here. Now you'll see this um, running in the background, um, but this is actually about the Craft Sports Motul uh, Z. Um, they actually did the uh, they did a great um, excuse me, a great run day for the day. Um, they actually came in in first place. Uh, Craft Sports Multiple Z ended up finishing first um, with, uh, I think this was a Chiyu, uh, Chiyo at the, uh, um, holding the steering wheel when everything came in. Couldn't remember uh, exactly who the finishing driver was, but actually came in with the best lap of uh, one minute, 48 seconds. And they did a really, really impressive racing day. Um, they held to a lot of competition. Um, and then it looked like they ended up taking it for the day. So a few more honorable mentions, the realized corporation, uh, the Advan Z uh, ended up taking six for the day. Okay. And then the Moto Altec Z ended up taking 12th and the Calsonic Impulse Z unfortunately um, finished in, um, had a DNF, um, mm. unfortunately, for the day. Um, but they put in about 51 laps for the day. Um, so, yeah, kudos to them. A great finish for the day. Um, again, we'll give you a little more for race results and how the teams are kind of looking right now. Uh, let me see here if I have <clears throat> time. But for points, I'll give you a little more points at a later time. I don't quite have those in front of me. But, again, just a great day all around for Nissan. Um, we've got the next race isn't for quite some time. There's, so there's going to be a long pause from now until the next race. So 8-6 and 8-7 is round four in Fuji. So there's going to be a lot of downtime, um, which is unfortunate. But, you know, we've got this month, next month, and then a race at the beginning of next month or 8-6 of seven. So, yeah, round four in Fuji. And then uh, we've got round five, six, seven, and eight, which are, are fairly good, uh, fairly back-to-back. -back. But, yeah, this is going to be a long, drawn-out season. So for those that um, haven't had an opportunity to check those out. <laughs> there is going to be some great footage you're going to be able to look at for this round four for a while, but we've got about two months until um, we come up to our next uh, race, unfortunately. So, yeah. Gotcha. We'll keep those. you abreast of anything that comes up in the meantime. Uh, but that's everything that I've got on Super GT for right now. Awesome, man. Yeah, like you mentioned, uh, Nissan has had a really good start to the season, especially with the new Z. So uh, yeah, if they finish with a podium or, or a top finish for the year as a constructor, or even just for their drivers uh, competition, uh, I, I think the odds look pretty good. Yeah, hopefully so. Um, you know, I will say, you know, that, uh, that realized team on the three in the 300 classes 
it really puts out a really great effort, some great racing, some great driving, um, you know, and all the Zs that are in the 500 class are really just doing well overall. I mean, they're kind of dominating this year and um, I can't see us not finishing really strong uh, on the podiums this year. So, I mean, Nissan's definitely putting in the effort. I hope that this trickles down into the lower classes or other series. We start seeing Nissan um, put a little more money into the motorsports. Um, of course, it is that kind of weird year where we're not, not, not a lot of money is going out for things right now. But if Nissan does, it'll be pretty impressive. But I think they're going to have a great year overall. So we'll talk about a little bit as more as things unfold a little bit further. So Sounds good. Sounds good, man. Thanks for the update. Uh, I've got uh, some news with uh, Formula E and the Nissan EDAMS team. If uh, I'll go ahead and share my screen on this one as well. So let's talk about Formula E. Uh, and the team here. I'm going to let this video play in the background. Now, if you remember last time we spoke about this, uh, we are in round nine, uh, and round nine took place here in the streets of Jakarta. Do you remember where that's at, Miles? I gave you a geography lesson last time, remember? Mexico. <laughs> Think uh, on an island northwest of Australia. Uh, so you're... Mm. So yeah, anyway, <laughs> this was a brand new track. It's the first time that Formula E has uh, debuted or th this new track. So it was uh, definitely a challenge for all of the drivers and all the teams. Uh, now, uh, as far as the, the Nissan EDAMS team, uh, our two drivers, Maximilian Gunther and Sebastian Buemi, uh, did all right. You know, honestly, Buemi went second fastest during first practice. Uh, it was looking uh, very, very promising. They showed some really good pace out there. Um, now, uh, in terms of qualifying, uh, Buemi qualified uh, 10th, and uh, Maximilian Gunther uh, qualified f uh, 14th. Now, as opposed to a lot of the other uh, rounds that you have here in Formula E, this was a one-race uh, weekend. Uh, a lot of the Formula E races that we've been covering have been double headers, right? Uh, this was not the case. So this was just one race uh, for the weekend. Uh, again, uh, Maximilian Gunther qualified, uh, sorry, he qualified 15th uh, and finished uh, 14th, uh, bringing zero points, unfortunately, for the team. However, uh, Sebastian Buemi qualified 6th, and uh, in the end, he brought home uh, 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 P10, which is one point for the team. That P10 overtake, he he uh, was actually in P11, uh, 11th place for the longest time, and it was on the last lap that he was able to secure uh, 10th place, bringing home one point for the Nissan team. It may not sound like much, but that one point brought the Edams team to improve uh, their position as a contractor, uh, as a constructor, uh, from uh, ninth place. They are now in eighth place as a constructor here uh, this season for uh, Formula E. So uh, definitely uh, well appreciated. Um, I think overall, a lot of the notes that were given, I'm going to share. There is a very good uh, Nismo article that covers. Uh, the, the the team's performance, and again, you can find this in our show notes, but overall, they showed that uh, they had a great pace. Uh, they weren't able to capitalize on it as much as they hoped, but they did say that overall, this has been uh, an improvement since the last two rounds, round seven and round eight, which were in Berlin, Germany. So this here, round nine in Jakarta, has been uh, uh, an improvement. So people were overall pretty happy.
uh, with this last race, which uh, again it, it took place here on uh, June fourth, so about two two weeks ago. Uh, moving into the next round, uh, the next race is happening. Uh, round ten again. It is a single uh, race uh, in Marrakesh. Hey Miles, you want to know uh, another geography lesson? Yes. <laughs> For those who don't know, Marrakesh is in Morocco, which is northern Africa, getting really close to the uh, Strait of Gibraltar uh, in Spain. For anybody who needs a little bit of a map, you know what? Again, I'm not gonna say I I know all these things. So if I didn't know, there's a lot of people who out there who didn't know. So that's why I thought to go ahead and share that with you, Miles. <laughs> Yes, yes. Let's let's just not all pretend we all know where it's at. But uh, anyway, uh, it what? It's on an ice bridge. Moving on. It's on an ice bridge. That's right. Uh, Now this this track is not a street track. It is an actual circuit. Uh, We're looking here. This is the Circuit International Automobile Mule El Hassan. They said Uh, perfect. 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 Right. 12 turns, 3 straights, 1.85 miles. This race is happening uh, July 2nd. So we're just about two and a half uh, weeks until the next race. So we might even cover this during our next episode as well. So just similar to, to Super GT miles, you mentioned there being a really long break in between yeah. rounds. Same thing happening right now with Formula E. So uh, again, another... I imagine... You know, and I was wondering, because I'll just give you an example. I follow F1. I had been more so. Um, the same thing in motorsports. I've been noticing these, like, pauses. And I'm like, what's going on? Well, there are summer breaks. I mean, you know, when right near in the dead of middle of summer, you know, sometimes the heat is just so much, uh, not only on the cars, but on the teams. So they have a summer break, which is typically about three weeks, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit longer, but you know, this is, it's, we're only halfway through June. Technically it's not even summer yet. So I, I I am a little curious. I mean, I think miles, uh, me and you know that as event organizers in the past, a lot of it depends on when the tracks are available. So that could just be a circumstance of, of the uh, the track deals that the the league have had in May for this year, so uh, I'm sure there's a number of different number well, of different reasons. People's safety in racing. I don't know. I just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but, uh, moving on. Yeah. Yes. Let's, uh, so let's talk about uh, this race. Uh, what do we got going on? So here uh, in, in Marrakesh, I mean it. It is. Um, Oh, what can I say? I mean, there's uh, what information do we have here? Uh, the fastest lap previously was uh, the lap record in 2019, one minute 20 seconds. Uh, now we're still using the uh, Gen two cars. I think we're waiting for Gen three to come yeah. out. Uh, in terms of comparison, I mean, I think we're probably gonna be around the, along the same pace uh, for down. the lap records. What's Is that? that? That's yeah, in the Renault team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, actually, that. that is him with Sebastian Buemi. Yeah, uh, twenty sixteen. I, I don't know who the guy on the right is, but I'm sure he's also probably a team manager. Or something. But yeah, 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 I can't believe they saw Prost. Uh, Prost, yeah. So, ah, interesting. Yeah. I've I've seen him a lot with the the Alpine team, which is Renault and F1. Um, previously, um, very pro. Th- that is that. I honestly, I think they kind of, I think Renault, again, this is just a side note, Renault and Prost, 
I think they've kind of parted ways uh, recently. Otherwise, remember that that was a 2016 photo, so it's been you know, uh, six yeah, years. So yeah, I didn't even think about that. So all right. Well, very, very cool. Um, so we've got more motorsports news to actually kind of talk about a yes. little bit. Um, so good recap on Formula E. Um, Centra Cup is finally with us again for the longest time. Uh, we were just had we had no information on Centra Cup. And I absolutely I, I love the series. We try to promote it, but it's a little tough to sometimes find information on it. And there's just not a lot of media data that we can find for whatever reason. Um, if anybody has any links to anything. Or maybe there's some kind of media platform that we're just not catching. Let us know. Um, yep. But we did we did manage to kind of scrape together something because guess what? The first races um, have now occurred um, for the Nissan Centra Cup. Uh, the first race while we were out on vacation uh, did occur May 20th. Um, and look like on 22nd as well. I look like there was two races. Um, Mike, I'm going to steal the steering wheel for a quick second. Sure. And we actually were able to finally scrape together some footage. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Go for finally. it. Finally. So I'm going to go ahead and throw this up here. Meow, meow, meow. So this is actually uh, a little bit of footage from race two. Um, it's music so i'm going to go ahead and just let it go without the volume but may 20th through 22nd um actually had two races that occurred here um this was actually at the canadian tire motorsports park in ontario um that was um a full two races um that occurred during that uh time period now um overall drivers um you know we don't have a folks that we're rooting for at this time but i did want to let you know um the the top three uh, teams that actually came in for the the week, uh, we have the ICAR uh, Canada Racing Team actually turned out to do the best with the Josin Arsenault at the uh, at the helm. Now I'm going to go through these results by race. Now the first place um, driver, since I don't have too much data here, it looked like I've got a Simon uh, Chorbino. Um, who actually took uh, first for the day? But the key thing to remember here, he took the he took the best lap. But second place went to uh, Justin Arsenault. The reason why that's important is because he did extremely well um, on the secondary race. Um, and look like an Ale Alexander Fortin took first place in the first race. My apologies. And Justin Arsenault took second place in the second race. The one that I just mentioned, unfortunately, backwards, a Simon Charpado ended up taking first place. Justin Arsenault again took second place um, mm. based off of point strategy. It puts Mr. Justin Arsenault uh, up front Um by uh, by just a few points in position of 98 points right now with the um, in the highest ranking with him uh, next down the line was an Alexander Fortin uh, with the Foy Nissan Beauport uh, Beauport Nissan slash fix it fix auto coming in at uh, with 92 points and a Valerie Limoges um, with a Nissan Gabriel and total courts the watch folks um and at 76 points and just to name a few more uh teams that are out there and i'm just going to throw them out there as i find interesting uh the automobile sylvain olette 
um, French, and uh, they have a team that's out this year. You've got Foy Nissan again, oh, who are fielding two vehicles. Um, they have another one that's out, Auto Club um nissan as well uh they've got a dog in the fight chaps racing team has a uh um a vehicle that they're sponsoring a canadian tire and nissan that they're also fielding unicorn motorsports um, <laughs> putting a, a nissan they're fielding one 191 motorsports as well and it looks like chaps racing is actually fielding two cars this year and a veloche um, is also Nissan is also uh, fielding a car. So, yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot that's going into these vehicles and a lot of effort for racing this year. So again, kudos to um, everybody that's in the cup um, right now. We are only two uh, races in our next race will actually be this weekend. So we'll have some mm. information to report next uh, Nissan nerd podcast, June 17th and June 19th. Uh, looks like that race will actually be held at circus uh, circuit Gills or Giles uh, Villanueve. Um, so yeah, again, uh, we'll give you more details on that as it unfolds. We'll see if we're lucky enough to actually grab you some more uh, footage in that regard. So cool. uh, again, if anybody has anything in regards to footage for the Nissan Centric Cup, let us know and uh, we can definitely post it. So very cool. Um, very cool. All right. So uh, let's go to a little bit of crowd work, if you will. Uh, let's see here. Nissan, blah, blah, blah. Ion. Uh, Bert says, sorry, he's late. Don't worry about it, Bert. Don't let it happen again. Um, <laughs> sneak here. Stupid job. Quit. Just quit, Bert. Kate <laughs> Burton said, how long until we see a Nissan Nerd podcast sponsored Sentra? Never. Uh, Hey, we'll tell you what. Maybe we could donate our labor and swap an engine out for the one of the grassroots uh, centric. <laughs> Don't say that because we'll probably do it. They're probably listening right now. Hey, by the way, uh, before we move away from the centric cup, though, I did notice in that video uh, it seemed to be a pretty wet race. It seemed to be raining during that race, which makes any race very, very interesting. Yeah, race two was in the wet. Um, yeah, I forgot to mention that. Um, so that's always going to slow things down and make things more interesting. Again, yeah. if I had more footage or more insight or they gave me an actual race that I could watch for the two hour from beginning to end footage, I would give it to you all. Even if it was French, I'd walk and stumble through it all, hitting every branch of linguistic error along the way. But guess what? I can't find any damn footage. Maybe it's all in French. Maybe the French are using some different media system. I don't know. This is <laughs> for me. Let me know. I love you, Canada, but you're making it hard. All right? Give me something. I love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and you did mention a lot of sponsors, by the way, that were a, a part of that of that race league. And I was like, it sounds like a lot of them are definitely gra- – obviously, this, these teams are grassroots approach. Uh, yeah. They seem to have some pretty good uh, – you know, um, some, of the, some of the sponsors are, are some notable brands. And then you have some that are not as notable. Like I think you mentioned something in there about the Quebec Farmer's Market was a sponsor for one of these. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I'll t- take it wherever you can get it. You know what I mean? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to go with a couple other ones, but guess what? I'm not going to downplay the farmer's market because guess what? I don't, you know. They're peach I, cobbler. 
from what know, I hear. Yeah. And they're gonna be like that. Oh, is this for is this for Monsieur McGee? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and me, no strawberry jam, man. It really yeah. Right. So uh, yeah, going back to the Nissan Nerd podcast sponsored uh Centra, I don't think it's gonna happen. Mike put in here, he goes, uh, we'd sponsor with labor more than cash these days. Um basically we're cheap labor. We've always been cheap labor and uh, <laughs> That, um, we ha- we break our backs rather than spend our money. Um, <laughs> trying to keep the lights on. We're just trying to keep the lights on in this place. So it is what it is. So if you're out there, Nissan's anybody who wants to sponsor us, uh, or the farmers market, if you want to throw us a fifty dollar bag of uh, something, yeah, we'll still we'll, we'll throw your name out there. So yeah, kudos. <laughs> but, uh, on down the line. Um, so let's talk about fun stuff. Let's talk about um, our vacation. We had a really good vacation. Yeah, let's talk about it, man. We had a really good vacation, actually. Um, So we... um, For our... We did a a Branson Z-Fest road trip here recently. Um, Like we did... Like we promised that we would. We did. We followed through. We went to Branson Z-Fest here recently. And it was a hell of a road trip. Um, It took a lot out of us. Uh, Yeah, and I'll let Mike take the lead from here. So, yeah. Well... I was trying. I was trying to think over how, because so much we did so much in such a small period of time. I was trying to figure out how do we present it to all you fine folks without it sounding like this. It it made me feel. You remember, like in the nineties, like you would have your neighbors that would show you their pictures to like some country with a little slideshow projector to like yeah. little no, slideshow. Yeah. Yeah, it's super lame. And I, I don't it. I, exactly. I don't want it to be lame. So I was trying really the hard only to think about equivalently lame thing that it could be is like the equivalent of like you bring a date home and your mom bust out like your prom pictures. Oh, or your baby yeah. picture. Oh, we're n- we're not that bad. We're not that bad. We're not gonna do yeah. baby pictures, but we're gonna try to make it interesting. We're gonna try to recap an event that. I know none yeah. of you were there, but we'll try to make it interesting, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure we'll throw some smack talk, some trash talk, and at the very end, you know, we have some really good stories that we like to throw out there. So, yeah. On that note, yeah. um, I think that we make we need to make this a three man operation at this point. Is that right? We do. We need to bring in our friend. Uh, help you there. Uh, let's go and bring on Ion. He was our. Uh, would, would you call him our third wheel as part of the uh, the trip? Uh, we He's also had. Yeah. He's our intern. <laughs> Ion, you there? Good lord, you're foggy. Is that how you is that Glad how you, you can are? make it foggy and I can't hear you? Say something. Say something, buddy. Hey, 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 how's it going? There you uh, go. We're foggy. We got a buddy. Our buddy Onion. <laughs> Let's talk about the trip though, man. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We also had our buddy Pinky uh uh, join us for most of the trip as well. I didn't, I wasn't able to reach out to him in time, but definitely shout out to uh, uh, our our buddy Pinky for joining us on our on our road trip as well. But let's talk about the trip, though, man. I, you know, we started off on a Saturday morning. Miles, me and you, uh, we rented out a uh, a. We thought it was going to be a Maxima, but we then we getting a Maxima. We ended up getting an Altima, so we did big <laughs> Altima energy. Um, for the entire trip, um, yeah. So we 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 got uh, we got fish. Uh, what is it? Uh, catfished. We got, uh, we got catfished on the Nissan brand. It was still a Nissan brand, so we did it the right way. Enterprise, thank you for at least doing that. 
So yeah. uh, kudos to them. So we started calling it the, the initially we called it the Maltima. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it was the best thing that we could come up with. And I, I think if we don't, we, we called it uh, uh, Nerd Force One. I think that's uh, ultimately what we finished up with. Go ahead, on. I think I seem to remember it initially going to be a rogue, wasn't it? never going to be a rogue uh, it was going right. to be a rogue and then we needed to buy car parts along the way on the road trip yes so therefore, well the therefore, enterprise guy yeah the enterprise guy said that surprisingly in his opinion the ultima had more space even though uh the rogue might be taller uh in terms of you you could lay down seats through the trunk and actually have some some more space supposedly so that's what we went with yeah your dead well, hooker storage he goes that, that did come in handy more. later as we'll get into that is true that is true uh so it started off as a multima became nerd force one so go ahead now and then the only thing it smelled like it smelled like big ultima energy it smelled like bad feet and good stew so we had to change that up so we went a little jdm and we i had a bunch of squash air fresheners if you're yeah. old school um car nerd you buy the squash and guess and i buy it by the case so i like <laughs> popped the tops on those bad boys and chunked it behind me and we were out we were, uh, off. We were out. so the first night of our trip um you know, we were on our way to stay at Onion's house, um, and we were going to go party it up a little bit in uh, in Austin, I guess, sort of, kind of. Yeah, we, we had some fun. I mean, we – well, again, uh, Austin is not too far from where we – our, our start of our adventure was at, but Austin has lots of things that we can do, and we did. Uh, there was a really good uh, place. We got some lunch. Uh, there was a uh, some go-karts. That was fun. Uh, I know – the go-karts yeah 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 I, i'm gonna share my screen i do have some pictures along the way but you go ahead Miles. i'll let you explain that one so oh. um, they have um they have these little kids bowling alley that's kind of mixed into this uh it, it's like half games half karting and half a bowling alley but the bowling alley is like these little small balls and they don't know about these guns these 75 inch pythons <laughs> And I ended up – I chunked that that ball. I mean, I Nolan Ryan that SOB all the way down that side. <laughs> I mean, knocked these poor little crap. pins, they were like this big. Yeah, I knocked the crap yeah. out of those pins, boy. Um, yeah, and it's so much that I broke the machine, and that's what you see right there. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, we bounced – yeah, and then we had to bounce to a different section because I'm not paying maintenance bills on a bowling alley. Well, so and then you not. ruined an eighth – an eight-year-old's birthday because of it, because then they were like, "That's that's exactly what they came there for," was for the bowling alley. <laughs> well, guess what, kid? Talk to the pythons. Ah! with them, Billy. So we moved on to carting before we got kicked out, and yep. this actually is think talking about ruining children's expectations. Uh, we start getting out to carting. And for those that don't know, we get a little competitive. We're with very competitive. No matter what card it is. Go ahead. People have gotten hurt. I've broken two bones at a kid's carding event. That's how hardcore we get. 
We've broken hay bales on outside versions. Uh, we we put somebody. We made somebody concussed previously. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, it gets a little. It gets a little Thunderdome when we go to uh, carding. So I'll let you go ahead and drop the story on the carding. But go ahead. I think Ion had the best story because I, I that that one story that who 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 what kid was it? Remember he was like he was yeah. taunting you. There was that kid so, that was like hanging out right in front of Miles, right? No, so we we get into carding and it's it's Ion's behind me, I'm in front, and they stop it before they let everybody go. I guess somebody had spun out, and so they stop everything. To my left is this little curly haired. 15 year old kid and he goes and he looks over at me and he's like on the next turn i'm gonna beat you and there's nothing you can do about it and me and ion look at each other yeah, like i'm like what? i was like kid i'm about to give you the red turtle in about two seconds <laughs> and i looked at him like this with his curly hair and i was like i wouldn't advise that and his friend who his friend was yelling back to him and he goes jacob He's going to beat you. He says he's going to turn you around. I was like, hey, Jacob, who I now know his name, Jacob, go, I'm going to beat you, old man. I was like, oh. I was like, I'm going I'm to tell you right now, Jacob, I wouldn't advise that for one reason. I never let curly-haired people beat me. And, and needless to say, I have more pubes on my armpits than you have down there. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. Anyway, and I was like, and I just go like this, two turns, boy. And uh, and he was like, and he was like, uh. And then Ion is back there laughing at the trash talk that's happening. They start the cart. Boom, we're out, right? First turn, I'm getting on him. I'm just, I'm doing the. I'm doing the intimidator move. Second turn, turn that guy full 180. And I said, <laughs> oh, ass backwards. Ion passes him and he goes, I told you. Yeah, we race what? everything. And, and obviously the, the, we're top con- we're the top people in a bunch of kids, right? It wasn't too hard to beat him out. But we get out. That kid doesn't look me in the eye. The worst birthday experience. <laughs> so, and you know what? I dominated on a on a fifteen year old. So yeah, boom! Yeah. I still got it. Pythons that go. Was fun. Pythons, Pythons go. Yeah, yeah. But it, oh, overall, the day was looking pretty good. I don't. I know. I don't want to get too caught up. We still got so yeah, much yeah. more to talk about here. But day one was day one, eventful I, for sure. We had a fun time. And then, um, yeah. so after day one, we spent the night, and then we had to. Um, roll out to Dallas was the next part of our leg um, yeah. where we were set to go to medieval times that night and then go out for some arcade and brews. And we were supposed to meet up with uh, Pinky uh, to our left right there of Mr. Onion. So yeah. um, we ended up leaving Ion's house um, early in the morning, make it to Dallas with no real issues. And then uh, we get to our hotel and then it's time to get down for my life lifelong ambition to go I, to medieval I, times i've never seen a grown man so excited about medieval times no then miles that was the first that was the only thing you wanted because you know when we were making this road trip you just said we're doing one thing and at least one thing and then you mentioned medieval times and i hadn't really thought about it i didn't even know he was in dallas but you know you made I it you, I got you made hotel. sure Next door to medieval times. I mean, you can yep. literally see it from my hotel room. I called ahead. Yep. 
we're gonna do medieval times. We're down. Are you down? Pinky's down. We're going, and that's it. Boom. Yep. It, it, it honestly, it didn't disappoint, man. I honestly had a good time. I on, I think you had a good time yeah, as well, it was right? Kind of fun, yeah. And Pinky even invited some of his uh, buddies from Dallas. That's right. Apparently, we're serious uh, medieval times fans. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. And we luckily enough got sat in the bad guy section, which was awesome. This guy yeah. was badass. Yeah, our guy had like a beard that went out to here, Dude. and he was just, and he almost threw me a it flower. Was, it was epic. I was like, I probably would have taken it. But, <laughs> but yes, so if you don't know anything about medieval times, you sit in a section, and then you get assigned a knight, and that knight is all part of the story. So there's a whole story that kind of happens, and then you get to cheer and root for your guy, and hopefully he kind of makes it to the end, so he's a um, an integral part of the story. Yeah, yeah, the winner. And, easy and to he nearly did, too. And our guy made it all the way to the end, and then he turned out to be the bad guy, which yeah. was the he was He became a villain. He went heel on it. It was cool. It was cool. There was yeah, a whole was a, scene where he, did like, a whole, he called I, out the queen. Yeah, he did a whole Luke, I'm your father scenario, so it was awesome. Yeah, and but they feed you. Like I remember Pinky like looked at me, and he goes – they're going to feed you. And I was like, oh, do we need to eat before this? And he goes, dude, they're going to feed you a lot, like half a chicken and like yeah. everything else. And it was so much freaking food and beer. Like a lot of food. Stomach was like out here when we were done. But yeah, I mean, needless yeah. to say, um, we had a great time. <clears throat> we drank a lot. We, we ate a lot. We quoted and, the cable guy a million times. A million uh, freaking times. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah. Over it. By this time, by 15 years old reference. But yeah, yeah. we had a blast. Um, again, for anybody that has the means, I do recommend you check out Medieval Times if you're down for that kind of action. Lots of fun. Yep. This is uh, a, a, a at least once in a lifetime thing. You, just you do, it do it once. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I definitely it recommend it. Do it once. Definitely I'm good. I, I, I did it once. I did it with my friends. I'm good. Um, moving on down. Surprisingly, it smells a lot like chicken grease and horse poop. <laughs> it does <laughs> it does a lot and then uh so after this we ended up uh hitting an arcade um that we um we um uh we went out for some drinks and uh yeah. and arcades which are amazing combinations to to have booze and arcade oh it's lots of arcades, fun vintage arcades so we had a blast uh but that was pretty much how we kind of went through the night um that was in downtown dallas i forgot the name of that joint what was the name of that Cider place side arcade Cider cidercade and uh yeah we actually were good boys uh we called it a night and then made our way um back to our hotel room to be out for the next leg so the next yeah. leg of this uh we had to actually go from dallas and make it out to a casino um that, that mike had kind of put uh, together. you're missing out on simtech remember simtech buddy I know we're getting there, but that yeah, was the yeah, plan. Yeah. I had a surprise for these guys to stop into Simtech, which is an old friend of mine. Um, Craig, who owns Simtech Motorsports, um, back in the days, did some amazing things with restoring cars. Still does some amazing things with restoring cars. And he has this like huge collection of just rare and odd, weird Nissan and Datsun things, which I absolutely love. Um, Simtech actually was a 
um, motorsports um, shop that was based out of California for a long long time. He has since then ultimately kind of closed the shop and reopened it in a small corner uh, just outside of Fort Worth. He likes his privacy, but he really does his own um, uh, restorations by by client so he basically mm-hmm. takes them one by one so he was nice enough to kind of dust off the old cars for us um in this photo right here was the original simtech 300 zx which is a non-turbo 300 zx that doesn't have any type of fan cooling because of the uh the aerodynamics that are involved with the car he doesn't run any aero any um any pull through for the air um, it's actually pretty interesting vehicle super lightweight everything on the car has been lightened up carbon fiber hatches um everything's just kind of stripped down to bare bones but it's really just a car that is meant for autocross and just racing events and i've uh i haven't seen this car probably in about 10 years um Mm. but it's uh, it was interesting any other photos we have from that what did you say it weighed? It was like, what, 2,600 pounds or something like yeah, that? Yeah, 2,600 pounds. Super light, super yeah. light. This is uh, one of the uh, w- one of many other cars that are there. Um, this is one of their – I was so happy to see this. Datsun 240Zs. Uh, this is called Christine. Uh, this vehicle actually has a VG30DE from uh, 300ZX stuffed into it, and it is pulled off T. remarkably well. Uh, Single oh, turbo. My apologies. Um, and it actually carries the uh, the five-speed transmission, and then it has an S15 subframe um, that is retrofitted into the rear of this car. It handles like an SOB. I've been in this car. I've been around it on a track. It is an amazing vehicle. Um, this is just kind of the level of quality that uh, Craig at Simtech does for some of his installs. This is his own personal car, but again he does amazing rebuilds um I went, were there any of the photos that he had for some of the restorations i i don't have them with me at the moment though but they he had he had a a, a few uh with uh 2000 fair lady roadsters uh with yeah. ka motors he had a few skylines actually uh yeah he, he's he's pretty prone to working on dotson roadsters and then of course the dotson s chassis and then gtrs those are pretty much his bread and butter but yeah. he does solely restorations by by appointment only. <clears throat> I think right now he's finishing up two restorations for customers, which mm-hmm. were extremely done well and uh, built pretty much the last. I'm always impressed with his rebuilds. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have any photos here to share. Um, there are some photos that are available through the Facebook page. If you go yes. to day three and we talk about, we show some more photos from Simtech. Um, there's some great photos in there if you want to kind of go through and check those out. Um, but again, uh, check out Simtech Motorsports. Um, if you're looking to get a, a vehicle restored in your area, um, or if you want to just kind of, or if you're looking for something extremely rare, right-hand drive Roadster or Datsun S30, um, if um, he can definitely try to find you something or anything that you need. Um, there was tons of rare, like right-hand drive Roadsters, S30s that were kind of in one of the many Quonsets or storage buildings that were there. But yeah, very cool place yes. to go check out. Very cool. From there, uh, we From made there. our way on to what next, Mike? Oklahoma. This was my the stop that I wanted to make. So um, I every once in a while, and it had been a while, I I I, I did know that we were going to be traveling through Oklahoma. Oklahoma is a, a state where you're allowed to gamble, specifically on the uh, was it the reservations that are uh, nearby. So uh, I went ahead. And, 
found a local casino as soon as we crossed the Red River. And I told you guys, I was like, man, let's grab some dinner. Let's uh, let's gamble a few dollars. Let's have some fun. So it's exactly what we did. Uh, we went out to, uh, let's take a look here. This was uh, oh, Windstar, Windstar uh, Casino here off of the Red River. Uh, of course, it's... Well, before, before we did that, did we go to the uh, 240Z Guild? No, that, that was, was after. After, after. That was after. after. Yeah, after, no worries, no worries. So, uh, the uh, our our gambling night in general was was a lot of fun. I mean, I think we must have spent about four or five hours. Which, when you do it for one night, you know, you don't want to expect to lose too much. You don't. You don't want to. Have, <laughs> we didn't want to have to have to gamble away the the Multima, uh, the rental car. We couldn't go that far. So, yeah, yeah. I I think. Uh, yeah, we we had a good time. I mean, yeah. I would recommend it again. I mean, the Keith Urban dining experience was pretty interesting. But uh, for those that don't know, I guess he bought into that particular. <laughs> we had a good time. Uh, I, I think enjoyed I. It. I yeah. Way more food than I needed to eat at that location. So no doubt, lots and lots of fun for sure. Uh, I honestly was. Uh, a, I'm a big fan of roulette, so that's where I, you would. That's where I was. I literally just found a seat and I sat there for about three hours having some yeah. fun. I actually was down a pretty decent amount, and on a this was the last bet of the night. I threw down the the most money, all the money I had left. I I literally because I told myself. This is how much money I have. If I lose it, I'm okay. And it was the last bet of the night, and I bet it all. And I end up for the night as a whole. I only lost about forty bucks. Not bad. I mean, oh. for 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 four, five, three to four hours of fun, I, I, made, I consider it worthy. One hundred and sixty dollars playing South Park, and that was yes. amazing watching. Yeah, you, know, you were riding yeah. that wave, and wow, yeah, yeah, you got in there pretty good right there towards the end. It's, a, it's the pythons. They're just lucky pythons. I saw <laughs> so, <laughs> moving on. Great um, time, we though. Yeah. Night. Um, yeah, we ended up like being good boys because we still had to do some road traveling the next day. We went back to our Airbnb, and then we, um, uh, in the middle of the woods, a little, um, a little the cabin. Yeah, that that yeah. was really crazy trying to find. I think we passed uh, that place like what six times or something. No. I found it, and you passed it six times. Moving <laughs> on. But I knew how to follow directions. All right. But uh, yes. the next morning, we had to leave, because this was actually the morning where we were supposed to be at the Branson Seafest. But <clears throat> we did manage to make a very special stop along yes. the way. Um, <clears throat> so for reasons of privacy, uh, we're not going to give you the full details of where we stopped in, uh, as far as actual location, but we went into the 240Z guild, um, along the way, uh, they were nice enough to give us a full tour. We hadn't seen them since Colorado's done. Um, um, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So we we stopped in and they gave us the full tour, which consisted of a multitude of different buildings and different like secret passages with cars. Kind of <laughs> spot. So we stopped in and yeah, we saw everything. And it was, if you thought SimTech was jaw dropping through the photos, if you go back and look through them, the 240Z Guild was pretty amazing. And this um, was this was actually a really quite cool surprise along the way because we weren't actually supposed to go along the way where mm -hmm. this place was we we're just kind of we driving were, along and that we was were, actually we about were hunting 
yeah, we were hunting, but we were not hunting for it. Yeah, um, yeah. So it just it just so happened that it, it fell in in line with what we with what we were uh, looking to the route we were trying to find. And luckily yeah. we found it and, and, you know, we ran into our, our, our fellows there and they were nice enough to give us a route, uh, give us a tour. I mean, on the list, some amazing cars, I think, um, out of the first two forty Z, I think it was number 30. What was the number oh, on number, that? Number, tw- number 20. It was number, number 20. 20. Yeah. That's actually number Dotson 20. number 20 in beautiful and- mint condition. And uh, you know, don't drool too hard. I think it actually just sold pretty much everything in that in that lobby had already pretty much been sold at this point, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, there was actually I, I a magazine have, that this car was in. I think yeah, there was a it, it actually became a car and driver. It's actually in there, and um, you know. Um, uh, everything that I was kind of drooling on and kind of going over was like, yeah, yeah you like the car? It's sold. It's you like sold. That? <laughs> <laughs> so literally they keep, they, they sell so many cars that they can't keep anything. So on that note, if you do have an immaculate S30 and you're looking to get top dollar for it and have somebody kind of adjust the, the small details for it, talk to the 240Z guild. They put cars up in their shop and they do try to sell them for their customers. Um, there was some amazing yep. cars that were there. They had the, obviously you're looking at the Datsun 280Z zap car. Um, oh. That is there. The Bob Sharp um, uh, 280 that's right there. That yes. is a great car. Um, I took us a lot of the details on it. Go ahead, Mike. I I've was not. One. Same here. This was the first time I had really been uh, introduced to the Bob Sharp Edition S30. And, and there was a very, very small number of these produced, much less still in existence, uh, which was really, really cool to see. Uh, very nice, uh, unique paint job. Uh, did you have other information on the Ion? Did he, do you recall it, what made it special? What else made it special? Or was it just there, a paint? There was a paint. There was also the interior. The the uh, the upholstery was actually very Correct. specific. Yeah. If you go back, I the, think the, one picture. The seats. Yeah, it's seat pretty much had the had arrow. A, yeah. It's yeah, the had arrow a very on the car trim. and the seats and the interior. Yeah. Yeah. And There's then, nothing um, special on the motor. No, there right. wasn't too much that was done on the motor, surprisingly. It was really meant to be um, an aesthetic aero, uh, an aesthetic um, With a vehicle. Arrow. They did have, they did have a, another version of that car that was the bad boy. But, yeah, um, they did a very good uh, – that, that, that car is just well-maintained. Um, there's so much, like, little Bob Sharp detail in it. If you go through my photos from Facebook um, – uh, from the Facebook page, I took a lot of the small details of like the steering wheel, the shift knobs, some of that uber rare, hard to find stuff is yeah. in there. And then some autographs from Mr. Sharp as well, I think was in that car. There was so, one other thing that was in there. Um, it had the eight track uh, radio plus the CB. CB. And, yeah. Yes. yes. And, and, and these it cars had all of that included. Radios. Yeah. Very, so, very unique. Uh, yeah, we were able to kind of walk around the back area, and then we were we went on to the shop area where they actually do do full restorations. This was just some of the vehicles that they kind of had outside that are going through the process. Um, just hanging out. Huge this is warehouse. actually what attracted me to the area to begin with. I was driving by, saw this out of the corner of my eye, and radio back at and said, guys, guys, we need to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's go into um, you know. There's a few shots of some of the interior of the shop. Um, they do have lots of um, 
uh, parts. <laughs> Man, there was just – if you're looking for a Datsun 240ZC original, there yeah. is an entire room full of seats in this place. Car, <laughs> I mean, you can – there was so much, so much stuff there. Yeah. Um, it just was kind of blowing this... my mind. This was just in the corners of everywhere. There was, you know, L24s. There were stuff. There were L28s. And there was just so much stuff. The, this I was, was... – Oh, for sure. I mean, the the showroom, the, the the first building that had all the nice, pristine that the showroom was a treat on its own. And then when we when we find this, this is where all the the real work is taking place: the body shop, all, again, all these all these parts, uh, maybe uh, engine teardowns and whatnot. That's, I mean, dude, I would, I felt like, I I, I had I had the greatest time just 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 nerding over. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, and it's. Oh, it's completely dedicated to the 240Z. I mean, it's just yep. – it, I mean, that, that's just what they do. Someone's found a, a business where that's exactly what they do because that's what they love. And I was just, you know, happy for for uh, for the Z Guild for being able to do this, you know, make yeah, a living they, doing they, it. And they've been putting out some quality rebuilds and restorations for quite some time. I just never had an opportunity to actually see where they work. And it is a quality operation. Um, it's a very historic uh, building setup. I'm, you know, the original owner. Um, you did own this shop. Uh, originally, it was a Triumph shop until they uh, they were restoring Triumphs for many years and just decided to try their hand at something uh, a little bit of a different passion, which drew them into the restoring the Datsuns, which they'd always had a hand in but never dedicated the time to. And yeah. so they ultimately adapted um, all these buildings from being a motorcycle repair facility into a full on restoration facility for Dotsons. Yep. And uh, the building itself has a lot of history, um, which uh, in that small town uh, carries a lot of weight. So we, we had a great time kind of going through everything, looking yep. at all the detail. There is some stuff that we can't quite show you um, because yeah. due to privacy by some of their, um, yeah. their clients. Um, yeah. But again, uh, what yeah. we could release, we did um, put in some of our Facebook posts um, that you can go back and check through. But there's a lot yeah. of super nerdy detail stuff if you want to cope with. Wasn't the I, uh, uh, wasn't one of their shops uh, or one one of the buildings an old armory, the town armory, or something like that? Yeah, that's <sighs> the uh, where we're at looking at to the left. But yeah, we're not going to have a lot of detail on that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. right. It, it was so. It was um, amazing. So, yeah, so again, kudos to uh, the 240Z Guild for hosting us and uh, giving us an opportunity to go through everything. We had a blast. Um, and uh, from there, we did have to start skedaddling out because we had a bit of a drive to make it out to Branson Z-Fest uh, yes. from this point on. And go ahead, Mike. Yeah. yeah, so from there, we, you know, from having left that, so we actually had a really nice lunch, by the way. But having left there, then it became... Th the largest one of the largest parts of our of our drive where we drove straight into Branson that night and uh, I gotta say the roads that we picked getting into Branson uh, especially <laughs> as as sunset was coming out beautiful drive by the time you got to the hotel you felt you'd already experienced a, a good part of the event you know it was just a lot of fun uh, I never I, we, we traveled through Oklahoma and through Arkansas uh, and to get to the uh, you know, the southern part of uh, Missouri. And honestly, I hadn't been to these areas before. You know, when I think of Oklahoma, I think of Twister, which is very flat land, right? Tornado country. Not very, there's no, no, uh, 
hills or or you know Fun everything's rain. flat. Right. I'm completely wrong. I mean, I I I see Oklahoma now, also uh, Arkansas, as just being. Uh, completely different. Just uh, some very nice roads uh, traveling into Branson. So uh, we got into Branson that night. Um, oh shoot, we got in there. It was about sundown, so we didn't have much to do that night. But I mean, it was we about did. Eight thirty uh, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everything was in full effect, though. Everybody was out at that point. So I think uh, I've got some we pictures. Got and then we hit the local IHOP for amazing pancakes. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Because we had to eat something because we didn't get a chance to eat anything on the road. So we hit the local IHOPs and did the um, did whatever the hell we were doing. But, yeah, these are some of the photos when we had first arrived um, yeah. to, to the event. But it was in full swing uh, by the time we, uh, we started driving through um, to our hotel room. So, yeah, it was great. Oh, yeah. So from here, guys, what I want to do before we get into our, our, our project that we took on, let's just talk about the event. I really wanted to talk about uh, – each of our impressions, not only of Branson Z Fest, but of Branson uh, itself, uh, what we were able to experience, the people, the roads. We've kind of gotten to talk about the roads just a little bit, but I know we've got a lot more to do. Um, I got to say, Branson, uh, the people of Branson are very, very laid back. Uh, you can almost, They'll let you do anything if you if you just ask them nicely. You know, that's it was so cool to see, you know, and it just... Um, I, I enjoyed it. How about you, Ion? What, what did you think about Branson? Yeah, I, I had the same experience, um, especially on the drives and whatnot, just running into some of the, the folks uh, out and about. They were very easy to talk to, um, super cool. Plus, the, the folks that actually came to the fest, oh, man. Like, it seemed like you know, everybody that I was talking to, was just it, it was just so much fun just talking to each and every one of them. I think I made a whole bunch of new friends. It was great. <laughs> yeah i mean uh we at, we were asking the locals like this or a lot of people who came to branson z fest are obviously from the area so we were asking around uh, a, a lot of times we were asking them what, what what do you think of branson what's what, what's the local what do the locals say about branson you know uh, and they're saying it's kind of like what Ve las vegas would be like if it was run by ned flanders and i was just like it's wholesome. It's wholesome, and, and I agree to that. I mean, there was a dude. There was attractions everywhere. Billboards promoting some, either a, a concert or a comedian or a magician or a, you know a, a museum. Uh, very unique museums out there. There's a Titanic museum of all things out there. It was just uh, really cool yeah. to see, man. <clears throat> there's a lot of there's a lot of craziness going on with the local route, but you know, honestly, it's a great backdrop for Branson Z Fest. Um, you know, they, they really chose a great location because it's for one, the road, any direction you pick, the roads are amazing. Um, for hours, for hours. And yeah. then, um, there's, there's food all around. There's always tons of shows to check out. So just, just a little nod to the Branson Z folks. I mean, there, there's definitely something always to do in Branson. And then, uh, you, for me, it, it's definitely like kind of a welcome home type of feeling, which is a rarity to get at, at some car events. 
Yeah. You know, when I, when we first got there, I guess maybe it was just the roads getting in. We'd already gotten that, that piss and vinegar out in the steering wheel. Um, <laughs> and we were just already relaxed. Um, I was, you know, uh, as soon as we kind of got there, we were already just fitting into our uh, relaxed mode. We knew we had some business to take care of as we moved forward. But again, the event just felt relaxing from the yeah. get go, which is a hard thing to accomplish uh, when you're getting there. And just everybody was there was welcoming um beer in hand welcoming kind of thing so yeah. i had a um, so just uh, just in my first day or two i had a blast so yeah it was awesome so for sure uh by the way these photos uh were were compliments here of ion a lot of these pictures i know were yours i believe we also have i want to give credit to chris carl for uh, taking a lot of high resolution photos that that you guys see here so shout out to to you guys uh, for doing and, that but and there are a lot of photos of branson z fest that you can check out um also a kudos out to spring roll films who actually came out and shot the event um for the entire week uh benjamin and his crew benjamin is the shiz <laughs> Uh, who actually had a birthday while we were out there. Yes. He did, and he didn't care about his birthday. He just wanted to shoot Branson. Oh, so kudos to him. Super nice guy. I can't say enough amazing things about him. Super accomplished photographer as well, who does a lot of film and media and, and things like that. So for to get somebody of his caliber to lend themselves to Branson, just <clears throat> off sheer passion alone, yeah. is uh, it, it says a lot. So kudos to Benjamin if you're listening. Yeah. Um, we love you. Again, thanks for the sticker. And thanks for the lunch. So, yeah, kudos. So very, very cool. So, uh, getting into the event, though, like I said, we. So, in our last episode, we sat and spoke with Josh and Cade from Branson, and I, you know, I. I what I remember the most is that they said it was very cruise oriented for one and that it was very laid back. And those are kind of the two words that stuck with me even as we were entering. And honestly, it's a hundred percent the truth. Um, it's been a while since I've been to a, uh, event like this of this level. And it's sort of like, Oh, do whatever you want. I mean, we have some things, but if, you know, if you, if you have your own agenda, go for it, have some fun. You know, we're going to be over here playing, you know, Jenga and, uh, Pong with, with trash cans, like the, these giant level, you know, games and, um, uh, everybody's kind of doing their own thing. So, and the way this, these, these, uh, hotel or this motel was, was arranged. It's the perfect layout. I haven't seen any other event with this side of, of, of layout so you're just kind of like in this nest of everybody who just they think very similar they they love the same things you love and they brought their car to share with you so all you got to do is just literally walk outside your 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 hotel room and you're immediately welcomed and accepted and just you're immediately drawn into a conversation uh about a particular car or whatever the topic may be though but um what do you guys think I mean, I want to add on to it's not just like, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not just about a cruise or, you know, just being laid back. Like the people are just out there, just always up for a chat. Uh, I mean, into the wee hours of the night, yep. uh, morning. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, and it's, uh, some of them are like old friends that I've, you know, from folks from that I've known for years past, there is a bunch that I, I hadn't seen ever um there's some that i'd only talk to online 
yeah, yes, it was, a, it was a great combination. So it was it was great hanging out with them all. That's true. You're right. There's a lot of people, especially leading up into the event, that you know, I, I they, at, you know, we were added on Facebook or whatnot, and to finally meet them in person, and then much less all the new friend requests that we got after the event. I mean, it was for sure. Oh, dude, it's well over a dozen for me. I mean, it's just, yeah. and, and and these are actually people we we literally had a lot of time to hang out with throughout the entire uh, uh, was it five or six days that we were there. So I mean, uh, I missed the five twenty one. I I saw the six twenty, but I missed the five twenty one. Yeah, and that, that was the thing. What I wanted to do is I wanted to share just uh, some of the uh, f- few pictures that I was able to collect. Obviously, we had there were million, thousands and thousands of photos yep. that were taken, so I, I can only share so many, right? So, but uh, th- this was a nice one. I really enjoyed this one. I mean, not only was the color yeah. draws you in, but it's the the HR motor uh, VQ. Yep. Uh, uh, be- beautiful build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, every type of every generation Z, but it was more than just a Z fest. Like you saw, there were some dots and pickups. Um, shoot, we had our Multima sitting there, sitting pretty for a while there. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, there's like you know, we we ended up working on Cade's car and whatnot, but it seemed like we weren't the only uh, people working on cars, right? I mean, there is so many people just working on their own little projects on either their car or like a, there's a whole like ant crew of people just pitching in. Well, and you're right. And we were told even, you know, as we get into this, this whole build story, you know, we were told that this is the idea of doing some, some sort of uh, build or swap or repair in the parking lot. It's nothing new. It's been it's almost a tradition at this point. I mean, Branson's been around. Yep. This event's been happening since uh, 03, 04. and there seems to be every year something uh, a similar story. So yeah, people. Uh, it seemed like people were actually waiting to travel hundreds of miles to do certain work. <laughs> just For sure. To, just so it's they could do it with their friends. But just cool. to do it yeah. with their friends, you know. So yeah, yeah, you're you're right and. I mean, that's kind of how, you know, me, all of us become really good friends. It's because we, we connect on doing some sort of job together, you know? So that's, I, 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 I understand exactly where they're coming from, you know? Yep. Uh, before we forget, there was a really good aerial shot. Uh, of course, you can see here the car is in the layout here of the BZF uh, layout. Uh Tons of uh, cars coming in, so that was that was pretty uh, enjoyable. The cruises, so Miles, you and myself, we did go on one cruise, uh, which was Little Golden Gate. Pretty modest cruise in terms of duration. I want to say, and by modest, I mean like three hours, maybe three and a half, uh, four hours. But I mean, I know there were much longer cruises along the way. Ion, you went on to the Highway 125 cruise. I think the following day. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about? Uh, your experience with the, with the cruises. So I actually had done that uh, during the Z-Con that was there um, several years prior. Um, but okay. I felt like this one was a little bit more elongated. Plus we had some, you know, a couple of interesting incidents that happened along the way. But, yeah. uh, you know, that aside, um, had a great time. Uh, had a ton of fun um, hanging out with, there were three other Z32s other than mine. And that was just, you know, super refreshing. There's my buddy Arif uh, right behind me. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, it's was, uh, was good stuff. That's some good stuff, man. That's that's um, the 125 run is what I, w- I definitely want to go and try in time. I wasn't able to, but I will be back 
this is this is an event that I do plan yeah. on attending, uh, m- you know, more often. Uh, again, just because really, of how laid back it is and affordable. It's very affordable. Go ahead. Yeah, that's for sure. I, I really want to attend more and more of the cruises and whatnot. I know there were some ad hocs that were out there that we ended up not going on, but yeah, I definitely would like to do that. You know, in the next time I go. Yep. So. Um. Yeah. Go ahead, Miles. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, yeah, kudos. So, but um, let's move into the nitty gritty. Let's talk mm. about. Oh. <clears throat> hey, before that, actually, both of you guys need to take a Z along. Ah. Yes. Right. Next time. Yeah, I've already been making plans to get the uh, my Z uh, back on the road here. Oh, so. oh, oh, excuse, excuse. <laughs> ah. Miles, you got you got no excuse there. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't feel like I just didn't feel like driving my Z cross country uh-huh, you know? uh-huh. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. with that big Ultima Energy drive. And that's what uh-huh, we did. Uh-huh, I wanted uh-huh. to get dirty in the rental, so I did that. I'm happy and contento. All but, right, um, uh, Yeah. So um, I guess you know, let's talk a little bit about what we kind of volunteered for while we were at um, while we were at Branson this year. So. I'll let you kind of explain it, man. Mike. So, um, I, I, I forget, I'm sure I forget who brought it up first. However, once the idea was brought up, it just caught like wildfire. We were talking with Josh and Cade, uh, during the last, uh, episode of ours. And the idea was, Hey, well, I've got this Z 32 twin turbo that, uh, the engine, is uh uh you know needs to be replaced so i have this engine haven't put it in yet um and someone said well we're and it's true ion miles myself we're all z32 300zx owners we've done a we've done an engine swap or two uh more than that and we're all pretty comfortable having fun and and with this car you know uh doing the work putting in the time and so the idea came well what it what if uh if we bring this car into the the, uh, the parking lot of the hotel, do would we want to do the work and actually swap this engine out, uh, or at least prepare the engine and install it? The engine had already been pulled, so that's exactly what we did. I mean, we um, now C- Cade was the one who who really set everything up. He's the one who had to do the logistics, get the car to the lot, make sure all the parts were ordered in time. Uh, it, which was a huge undertaking on its own, just because there was so little time. Uh, much less he was busy pre- helping prepare for the show. He was busy running the show uh, with Josh and the team. So uh, very busy guy leading up into uh, to, to to the events. And then once uh, we showed up, that now it was our turn to uh, hold uh, our end of the promise. And so yeah, this is the first picture I ha- we have here. This is the day one, I believe we were. Well, sorry, not day one, but very close. We were uh, uh, had had the car on jacks. We we were preparing the engine bay, and then now we had uh, two engines that we had to uh, take various parts from each one to make a complete engine uh, with all the uh, the upgrades uh, and additions to to the engines. But uh, uh, who wants to go first? Who wants to talk? <laughs> Miles, go for it. What am I supposed to be talking about? Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, um, there you go. Yeah. 
it was work. Um, so I guess let, let's just start with what we had. I mean, we luckily the engine was already out, which saved us a little bit of time. Of course, we got, if you think about it, we got started a little bit late. You know, we, we arrived on, I don't know what date that was, Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. We arrived Tuesday. We didn't do anything Tuesday night because we were still – car hadn't been unloaded yet so wednesday mid-afternoon is when the car pretty much came to us we were able to put it on stands and see what we had to work with we first get the engine and it's a jdm engine so for those that don't know i'm going to give you a little lesson on on jdm engines because i've done a lot of jdm engines (laughs) jdm engines and i'll give you a history lesson while we're at it jdm jdm engines used to come as a clip years ago so mm-hmm. all these 240 sx or s13 boys that used to do this a long time ago you got a clip which is basically everything from just in front of the dash was chopped you got all the good stuff the wiring harness the ecu the tranny the engine the front headlights the hood the fenders brakes and cross member you got it all but some of you fools decided to take those front clips and were lazy and just weld them to your trash S13s, and those fell apart on the highway, killing people, causing havoc, crazy, <laughs> selling clips. So you needed to pull the engines and the transmissions out. So, hence, buying a JDM engine. This is the way you get them. So now you buy JDM engines. So JDM engines sit like they've always sat on docks in Japan or in warehouses that usually half the time are uncovered. So, so when you buy a JDM engine, you have to understand that sometimes it can come with problems. You have to be expectant of those problems and the, and the concerns that come with them. This one actually was in the photos. It looked amazing. <laughs> but then when we actually got it in front of us it was a little rougher rougher than wear not a big deal um, but these things happen you just have to expect them with our jdm engine and this kind of goes into probably one of my favorite moments of branson we discovered that there was a a rat's nest right pretty much in the middle of those oh. at the, of that galley right um, that was fun yeah and if you look there's a great photo of mike d um, before we had to take this whole thing apart, literally just jamming his hand inside of there with the most <laughs> look on his face. He's literally scooping. There it is. Oh, like, that's like, it. Like he's trying to get the guts out of a turkey. He's uh. trying to scoop out. <laughs> hey, and there's Bling Tony just laughing his ass off. Yeah, because he because it, it was disgusting. Mike bitched about that for an hour. It took but, me 45 uh, minutes to clear out. The, the, that V section, man. Yeah, it was it, it, it was rat turds, a combination of rat and rat's nests, rat turds, dead rats, and uh, and then a rusty freeze plugs. Freeze that plugs were, that were pissed rot. rot yeah, that was and, fun and, to deal with later. Yes, because you know, obviously, being a parking lot build on a very limited schedule, we were. Before we even kind of got this deep into the project, we were thinking to ourselves, okay, are we really doing freeze floods? Let's assess the situation. Let's not try to do too much work um, if, we, if we can avoid it. There was no avoiding – uh, specifically yeah. the freeze plugs we inside that to. V section. Now, yeah, but dude, funny. as as you began to scrape away the freeze plug, it yep. would just 
layer and a layer. Yeah, yeah. there was a hole. It you had to. Fun. We were like, and, and we and we couldn't do that to Cade. Uh, quite yeah. honestly, um, he bought this engine in good faith. Sometimes these things happen, but guess what? We were the right guys at the right time to fix it. Um, me and Mike D have had enough experience with these to where we said, you know what? Let's get the freeze plugs. Let's start doing everything else. So the idea with this engine was to take this JDM engine and pretty much do every seal that we possibly could other than the head gaskets and redo the timing, yes. redo everything for rear main seals. Every seal yeah. that we could get access to easily, we were going to do. And we bought the full kit and kudos to Cade for agreeing to buy all of that. Then from there, we said, you know what? We're, th we're, we're in for a penny. We're in for a pound was kind of the slogan for the week. So we just <laughs> said, you know, we... And these JDM engines that, again, sit on docks are usually very salt corroded, which this one was extremely salt corroded, which we'll go into. Uh, um, I'll go into a little bit further. You see all the pitting. The water that was in this engine had been sitting for a year, two years. Ion was like, we're not. Yeah. This ain't going to fly with me. We got the freeze plugs open. Let's yeah. let's core let's core clean and that's what we yeah. did actually here we cleaned out the entire core we ran water through it uh which was hysterical because the only water hose that we could find was in the wash line for all the detail cars so <laughs> there, there, there's, a, there's a line of z's that's lined up and then we and four of us roll up with this with this engine we don't have a car we just have an engine on an engine stand and we steal the water hose for about 10 minutes and we're literally dumping out all the water in the core it was hilarious bling tone who's right there wiping his face um yeah. was laughing hysterically he thought it was the craziest thing he'd ever seen but and, and this picture does not do enough justice no it was black it was yeah, black yeah, as it, night. it was horrible and, and I don't think it was 20, uh, 10 minutes. I think it was closer to 20. We were pushing out some seriously awful liquids from there. Yeah, it was disgusting. And besides, because we dra between draining the oil, draining all the, it was, it was, it was, wasn't bad news. It was just kind of what I expect with JDM engines from time to time. You have to know that you're going to have to do all that work. The only thing you're really ever getting with a JDM engine is you're, you better get good compression because that's the only thing you're paying for. Yep. Um, you know, yeah. otherwise you got to take your engine and send it off and just wait the three months or however long it's going to take you to get back. But going back to our story, um, yeah. we really had to get into the the heart of this matter. So we, we, we said, you know what, we're going to fully clean the interior of this thing and take it completely apart. Do all the bypasses that we know are going to need to be done um, on day one. So we set up a table, we had our donor motor and then we had our JDM motor and we started taking everything off and find out what was the better one of the two that wasn't rusted out completely. Cause some of these parts we would take off and they were just rusted solid or pinhole <laughs> rust. And we're going to cause minor leaks and issues. Now yep. this is where I want to give a shout out to all the detail work. Everybody. Now, what yeah. you see here Everybody is, pulled is, together. What you see here is two engines just side by side, but the amount of detail work that needed to go into these that engine to make it enough to make it at the level that all three of us were and other Z32 people that were there that were comfortable in saying that's the right way to do that yep. was yes. was astounding. Um, that probably set us back by about a day and a half. But it was Just the, the right cleaning. Thing to do. Yes, Just yeah. cleaning, and it was the right way to do it. This is where I want to give a special shout out, and I've said this more than once 
and I still give it, I'll give him a shout out every time I see him, but Bling Tony. Bling, Bling Tony. Tony. And Bling Tony got his name for <laughs> literally spending an entire weekend of his vacation scraping Dude. rust off parts and in a an evapo rust bucket in front yeah. of him. That was it. <laughs> Um, that chair, I, he sat in that thing for an entire solid day. Like, no, yes, he two did. Days, I think he moved two days, two, two and a half, about two and a half two days. Bling Tony sat there with a Vapor Rust, scraping everything by hand with with a Scotch Bride pad. He went through six Scotch Bride pads in that in that time period, and then five brushes. I mean, he yeah. and everything came out immaculate it was for amazing. a wash. He, I, I was amazed. Yeah. So kudos to him. He will forever be known as Bling Tony. In Bling crowd. Tony, because again, he made those parts shine. That's why he's called Bling yeah. Tony. So Bling that's Tony. the thing. <laughs> now, when bolts, uh, kudos for those. Anybody has to do a, um, a, a rest- restoration project in a parking lot, Evaporust, Evaporust, Evaporust. For sure. Um, old, old Gatorade bottles, uh, we would fill them ha- uh, We would fill them with Evaporust, and we would dump <laughs> nuts and bolts yes. into them, and then they would become maracas. I, and yeah. people, <laughs> and now, about this time, we had an entire – and you can scan out to a couple photos, and there's a bunch of people that are just really sitting there watching us work putting an engine together. Not helping – but just kind of really just trash talking us. So I decided to incorporate workers. So with these Gatorade bottles filled with nuts and bolts, we sent out about, I don't know, eight or 10 Gatorade bottles and said, shake these up for an hour since you got time on your hands. So they'd have a beer in a hand. They'd have a shaking Gatorade bottle. Yeah. It would be and shake and shake waiting for an hour. (laughs) Guys home with some, some biceps that weekend. So, yeah, um, you know, they were, those people were very instrumental in helping us up with all the nuts and bolts and detail. There was a lot of people that kind of came and helped out throughout the entire week. But that's where we started getting into. Now, if you see this right here, if you kind of go back, there was a lot of like corrosion uh, pitted on the valve covers. The valve covers and the, the upper plenum would just looked horrible. Um, the upper plenum that was on the original engine was actually broken. So we decided to actually fully restore the upper plenum too as well, which required basically sanding, painting, the whole bit. So now we're in for painting, which adds on about another half day for us. Um, I want to give a shout out to a few more guys that actually came through at this point. So we're just taking stuff apart and cleaning. Now, as you dig into further photos, you can see we're stacking up the parts and picking and choosing and then cleaning from there. So – Justin Eastman was amazing for that, wasn't he? Yeah, there, yeah, there he is, man. Yeah, Justin. Justin told me he goes, uh, and he just walked up to me and he's like, "Miles, I want you to know one thing about me. I'm an amazing painter." I was like, "Okay, you just got hired. <laughs> I'm not even going to check your qualifications." So he goes. So I said, "Look, I'm going to prep every." I told him, "I'm an amazing prepper." So between Bling Tony doing all the small detail work and then me sanding and scrubbing everything. And then Mike D actually, I want to give a shout out to as well. He was nice enough to take all the cast aluminum, all the crudded up oil filled stuff. And he used our easy, our our tried and true easy off oven spray. Yes. Car parts, take it to a coin up car wash, spray everything down. You bring it back and it looks a hundred percent better. Now we took that a step above that 
and Justin needs, and this is how we got everything back from the car wash, yeah. which dude, an hour and a half at the car wash, about 20 bucks anybody, in an hour and a half. Yeah. For anybody else, that is an amazing job. You can pretty much throw that in an engine and it'll look great like that. We took those and took those above another level. We went out and bought VHT primer paint, um, cast aluminum paint, and then, um, uh, satin, uh, I think it was a low gloss black. Um, the VHT primer paint you can pick up on O'Reilly's. I highly, highly recommend that stuff. The finish, this is the primer, and you can see some of our finish work as we get a little further down. But Justin loved the product, he was familiar with it. He started shooting everything. As you can see, he's laying down, he laid down some primer. Now he's laying down some of this black, which is the same color that the originally it came from Nissan. Um, all those parts came out amazing. And you, as you'll see when we get a little further down the detail, kudos yeah. to him on that. Uh, let's sure. keep going down the line. Now, sure. about this, we're about day two into this engine build. So we only have really about maybe three, three and a half days worth of actual work. For those that don't know, we started coming down a little sicky we'll say we were we were kind of sitting at a half mast if you will ion was the first among us to basically get i'll call it the squirts um <laughs> so- <laughs> tmi man tmi hey, man. Hey. saying uh ion did get the squirts he was the first out for the day he was actually out for a full 23 hours i think is the math um when everything was said and done he was bedridden pretty much down me and mike d hadn't felt the effects yet we we eat a little more tacos um in the rougher part of the town. We, have stronger, we have stronger guts than uh no, than so uh, we we kept working. Uh, we were one man down, um, but um, kudos to everybody else that stepped up and put in the time on that day while poor Ion was uh, needing yeah. taking some much needed rest. Um, we I, continue to move forward through the process. Um, I do want to call out one thing before before we keep on going, Miles, yeah. because this is right around the, around the same time this whole prepping and painting scenario where we did make one quick stop. And we encouraged a lot of people at Branson to come in and sign their names on the underside of that freshly painted plenum. Yeah, so we finished up the plenum. I had an opportunity to do all the bypasses and everything on it in the way that I normally like it. And then people just kind of kept stopping in, signing, stopping and signing, which was a cool little Easter egg that we had for Mr. K that we didn't tell him about um, until much later on um, when we were getting close to installing it. But yeah, yeah. Um, the engine was starting to come together at this point. Yeah. Um, after that night, I think... Um, um, everybody kind of got together and signed it. So kudos to everybody yes. for, uh, for coming through with signing and, and really helping out at that point too, as well. Yep. Um, I, now the next day that kind of went into it, um, me and Mike started feeling a little under the weather. And <laughs> I, um, um, I he was hundred percent at that point. Yeah. <laughs> he had a cruise and then he came back and started swinging at it. So we kept up our momentum and kept going through with everything. Uh, let's go on the next set of photos. And we started kind of slowly piecing now, and putting everything back together. Now yes, this world- was yeah. right. This is where the assembly starts to kick in. So uh, yeah. some of the pictures, again, I'll show the, the before photo one more time here. This is when the engine was sort of, uh, recently broken down, had it been cleaned yet, and the next photo I have here is of us putting the uh, timing gears on, uh, back covers, uh, new water pump, new timing components. How about that? 
that's a big difference, right? And we compression cleaning, like we actually clean everything with brushes uh, externally. Um, I mean, it, it, some of it's a little rat, but you know, we we actually had an opportunity to kind of do it all the right way. So I think everything came out the right um, with us starting to put all the detail stuff all together. So we keep moving on from here, but yeah, getting it prepped for the timing. Valve covers were on mm -hmm. uh, lower plenum. Um, so yeah, let, let's let's keep going on. I won't nerd out on too much details, but <laughs> Ion actually, I think Mike D at this point was pretty much in full squirt mode. Um, I was a little about half mast. I needed to take a few hours. Ion took the lead from here and really started um, uh, making up for lost time and and stepping up and and doing the detail work a little bit a little yeah. bit around this time. So so. So after the right around this point, uh, yeah, we, we, we brought the belt on. Uh, we, we've got the intake put on. Uh, yeah, Ion, I want to say you took care of the complete front end, the timing covers, the, the water, the hard the hard pipes, um, yeah, all yeah, that, the turbo chargers, turbos. And Blink oh, Tony's still in the corner this whole time cleaning. Did not skip a yeah. beat the entire yeah, time. Yeah, he was just off to the side, just. All weekend, just like, cleaning. All weekend, just cleaning. All right, kudos. Moving yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, next photo I have here is honestly us beginning to uh, prepare the uh, the actual install. Yeah. So this is probably this is this is the last day. This is the Saturday. Uh, I think at this point the awards had already been taken care of. Everybody's really winding yeah. down. Finished up everything. Josh and Kate just finished up everything. He literally finished up everything and then ran over. So we could try to get this engine freaking installed. So as you can see, we got a, a lot of goodies on it. Uh, Z-Spec was nice enough to throw some yes. um, Which? stuff for us. Z1 Motorsports supplied us with the hose kit. Uh, we got a great um, uh, clutch uh, that actually uh, Mike helped design the flywheel on. <laughs> yeah, that was so, it was really small world. Yeah, get, getting to have fun with some things uh, from the past. That yeah, was good. Yeah. So here we are. Um, I think we started putting on final the final countdown soundtrack in the background. And then we, we did. Yeah. Actually, before this, uh, at, towards the end of the the um, uh, award ceremony, do have a quick shout out um, to Casey with uh, Nissan who brought the, oh. the new Nissan Z. So we we uh, ended up getting the yeah. um, an award. So, which really, this belongs to everybody. Out at Branson, who helped out? Uh, not just, not just us. Casey Kilmer True. with uh, Nissan actually brought out the new Z. This, uh, and can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. Okay. So Casey Kilmer with uh, with Nissan actually brought out the Z, uh, the new Z for this year, so people could kind of get an opportunity to look at it and uh, get some great shots of it running through uh, Branson Z Fest. Um, Casey's a, a good friend of the show, um, a really nice guy. He is also a heavy Z32 owner as well. Uh, he's he's a Z32 nerd, just like some of us. Um, but he was not. I mean, he was just kind of baffled at seeing the engine out. And we gave him an opportunity to turn a few wrenches with us and yeah. you know start to get an idea of what it's like to work on one of these VG engines when it's out. Um, he was kind of blown away that we would be. And I think he said, he goes, you guys are nuts. And, uh, <laughs> I do remember him saying that. And he kind of came in over the few days. So um, Casey had uh, – Nissan was actually given an award to give out for 
uh, for their choice for the week. And we were awarded it um, for, uh, for our efforts. Uh, the Nissan Nerd Podcast was awarded that for the week um, for attempting to get this or getting as far as we could for helping out Mr. Cade and moving on. So, yeah, a good, good, uh, good note. I totally forgot about that, Ion. And so moving on to install. The, oh, yeah. Uh, Yes. Let's yes. get into uh, let's get into the money shot. The so money shot. Uh, the money shot. So here we are. We've got this engine that we've got to install now. Literally, we are on the last day of this time. I mean, time had set us back. All this detail work had set us back. But in my mind, we put together an amazing engine that I was proud of. Uh, to put in the in the car. I mean, it it set us back. And it, you know, given about another day, we've got to got it further. But we were able to get this engine um, in with no problems. Start getting things hooked up, and then um, as the the. Uh, the sun started setting. Uh, we were getting to the point where we were we could install the engine. A couple things were starting to set us back. Of course, we were very tired at this point. Um, again, still recovering from some tummy issues. And um, we did have everybody kind of come together to try to help out. So a lot of people came together at this last point to make sure that we can get an engine in and get as far as we could. But I think uh, when we got the engine in, it came out great. Um, it looked amazing in the engine bay. Dude. Again, if we you th think think about those before photos, look at that. Yeah, it came out great. And it was all the detail work that went into it. Um, again, uh, I'm pretty happy and content with all the work that we put into that for the for weekend. Sure. For, yeah. it, we said it many times during during the build. It's the finest parking lot build you'll ever would have ever seen in your life <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it is true we got we, yes, definitely that's for sure. we we definitely nerded out on it for sure so yeah kudos to everybody that was involved in having a hand on it but um yeah i was happy with it it went in like a charm uh, it went in with no problems. Um, I think with about another six or eight hours uh, with actual daylight, um, yep. that would have been not a problem to all put together. So, um, I, again, I hope Mr. Cade's all happy. so close. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were right there. Honestly, you would have given us another half day. It would have been fine. We would have been driving it around. So. Absolutely, man. I mean, I, I'm, I'm very proud of it. I'm, I'm happy we we're able to do this. It's definitely what it's a memory you'll, uh, we'll always have. I know I'll always have, you know, uh, getting, uh, but I will say, guys, next time, you know, oil change at the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking valve stem replacements. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's keeping it pretty small. Um, I do want to go back to comments a few things. Yes, tons uh, of comments. Thank you guys. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, we we had tons of comments. Um, uh, I'm gonna go far back. Um, let me see here. Uh, Matthew uh, Lahon actually said, "What's up?" Uh, just a shout out to him. Um, yes. Josh wanted to talk about the Ultima. He goes. This Ultima, he goes, I was like, who's this guy in the Ultima jumping the line of the cruise, throwing my count off? And I was like, yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah. We, I, that, that was me. That was me. Uh, guilty as charged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we did big Ultima energy on that. My apologies. And let me see here. And I want to go on to the next thing. Uh, let's talk a little bit. He goes, 
Let's see here. When this was uh, the hotel manager. Okay. Uh, Cade, basically, who's the owner of this vehicle, who we uh, volunteered to assist, said, you guys really rock for this one. Again, for anyone reading comments, seeing everyone come together uh, the way they did was really amazing. And I can't thank everyone enough, truly. Yeah, no big deal, Cade. We're happy to help. So, yeah. Oh, for um, sure. Let's get you running, man. Yes, yeah, yes, honestly, yes. Not... You're yeah. right there. Honestly, on the home stretch. Do it. Call us. If you call us, if you need a live live stream or sc Skype on that, we can get you through walking you through the final details. Yeah, but you're let's right. Get on this. So, um, let me see here. Uh, Bert said, is this positive or negative uh, in regards to JDM engines? Honestly, it's a moot point. It's all about how bad your engine is. If you grenaded your engine, guess what? JDM isn't that half bad. But guess what? If you've got low compression numbers in the future and then you've got the time, um, then mm -hmm. maybe that's something to consider for a rebuild versus the opportunity for a JDM engine. It also depends on cost. At some point a long time ago, JDM engines, even full, almost damn near clips with transmissions, you could get for around twenty five hundred three grand. Now the price tag on these things has gone up tremendously. So maybe you just weigh your options. Just a little word of advice to anybody out there considering those. Just yeah. make sure you weigh the the cost benefit of that. And keep in mind, it's a JDM engine. You're still going to have tons of work to do. Still going to recommend replacing yes. seals. So make sure you're doing a cost analysis for those things. That seals. was a good thing too. Yeah. Yes. Make, uh, you make know, sure you check your compression. Just check everything. A lot of people we were talking to throughout the throughout the the time that we were there, there doing this work, you know, there, many were saying like, "Oh man, we could, you know, we it could have just been a uh, a quick install, like just throw it in as is." And we're like, mm. uh, you know, again, and this is where I guess a lot of our experience with this, with this motor comes in. Yeah. It's just like there are so many things, especially with these timing belt style motors yeah. it's just like you the interference yeah. yes yeah. And, and that too and you, you can't afford to not do it you know so this uh, is one of those cars that demands detail and yeah you can get it in and yeah it'll run for you for about a month or two but guess what if you take the time to do it right you're going to have less problems like clearing out all that sludge in a jdm engine or an engine that's been sitting for a while guess what yeah. That funky, nasty water has got to go somewhere. So it's going to sit in your brand new twin core, triple core radiator. Yeah. You just screwed and yourself. And go slosh around. Yeah. Well, yes. go slosh around. All the crappy oil that's in it, if you don't change it out, guess what? That's all now running through your oil cooler system. I mean, forget that. The, remember the uh, the oil pan was crushed and the oil uh, pickup as a result was also crushed. Yeah. Yep. That could have grenaded it really fast. These engines sit on pallets. Um, usually, sometimes they're not even supported from the pickup. You smash that, you only got it's, about maybe five to ten pills in space. It's it's an iron block, one of the heavier in, Nissan engines around, and the oil pan is a big piece of tin. So, yes, it's you got to be careful the way you set these things down on the ground, as opposed to like VQ motors, which are lighter and have a more of a, a cast sidewall on their oil pans. So yes, it's very important how, how you uh, sit these things down when they're not in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, moving a few more things here. Yeah. Uh, Matthew said, that's so cool. You guys did that. Appreciate that, Matthew. Thanks, uh, man. 
Kate actually chimed in and said, yeah, that's my plan over the next four days. Have some time off. Kudos. Awesome, dude. Good call job. us. Yeah. Call us. Yeah, yeah. Call me. So call let us know. Uh, let me see here. Cade Martin's no parking up build next year. Not from me anyway. Yeah. You're off the list. You're, you're, <laughs> you're 86. You're 86. Yeah. You're, 86. Yeah, you're not, a, you're on the naughty list at least for five to 10 years. on brands. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. Um, let's see here. What else? Um, Jeremy Stillwell said miles. Great advice. Thanks, Jeremy. Sure. Thanks, for, Jeremy. For, of course, Mr. Still will handle the Nissan Heritage Garage in uh, Nashville, um, Tennessee, um, in the basement of the Alamo. He had all his hands on those goody things. So he he is very familiar with these JDM engines and all those details and, and when it comes to that engine. So kudos. And yes, I would agree. So um, let's see here. What else do we have? There was something else that anybody else have anything from? Uh, oh, man. Uh, you know, when, when we started talking about uh, – uh, Justin Eastman, and he's got some fans, man. Everybody's yelling out JLE right there. Yeah, yeah it was weird. There was a group of girls that were kind of like, Hey, Justin. Hi. Hi. I'm, like, I'm not used to having a fan base anywhere I go. So, yeah, that was, that was interesting. So, yeah, and he was just like that. He was like that guy who puts the salt on the steaks. Like, uh, it was just like that. Yeah, he was kind of like that yeah. with the pink cans. <laughs> he's a no. not salt bay uh what do you want to call him you want to call him uh what, what kind of uh, paint, paint bay <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah kudos so but yeah i mean overall in the event we had a blast um you know kudos to uh everybody who who stepped up and helped out um i had a good time uh doing it you know for us it's never really work i mean we we do these things we work on vgs and, and z's all the time so it's never it's a labor of love man honestly yeah that's for sure yep so um i do want to give uh let's give some shout outs to some people here before we yes. in talking about this um mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, but uh, before I do, I want to do one shout out here. Um, I mm-hmm. did win a lot of uh, prizes because I think <laughs> money into the raffle prizes because I was like, you know yeah. what? If I can't go on any events, I'm going to take full advantage of the amazing raffles that they had here this year. Yeah. And uh, I did. Out of those, I won some C-Spec stuff. I won some amazing SPL stuff, who's also one of our first sponsors for Nissan Nerd Podcast. Uh, so thank you, SPL, for having amazing raffles. Also for now agreeing to be our sole sponsor for right now for the Nissan Nerd Podcast. <laughs> thank you for that. Even though I had to win it in a raffle, not saying anything, Mople Rodell. We, <laughs> we traded our... They we traded their dishwasher for our. Yeah. <laughs> oh All right, we need to rep yeah. the brand. Give us the yes. free T-shirt. Give Mike. Give Mike the smalls. All right. So, but I did want to give a shout out to um, a, a little small thing. Um, and if you could give me the steering wheel, I did want to give a shout out to an amazing product that I did get um, from a small uh, business that's kind of starting out here. Mm. Um, Stabwood Products. Um, I did win some of their raffle items. And okay. if, can you okay. see this? There you go. Okay. So Stabwood uh, Products actually makes amazing um, 
woods uh, products out of wood, primarily for the Z. Um, so this um, is some of the things that they kind of put out. Now I was lucky enough to win the the top two things here that are there. So I did get this Grady style shift knob, which I wow. absolutely love. Um, it's actually mm. made in a pale moon ebony, um, which you just don't see this kind of quality work anymore. So for all you guys out there with older Datsuns or even hell, if you're into the newer Nissan stuff, some of this stuff that he makes is just amazing. That's um, I absolutely love everything. Um, I also won this guy right here, but everything that he kind of starts off, starts off with just straight pieces of wood and he makes them all by hand. He churns everything by hand and it's all like unique to you. This isn't like some crappy wow. layover wood or it's like some spray print crap. I mean, it's all very well done. All his resins are amazing. I mean, he starts off with these blocks of resins and whittle these down. And then he puts a, a, a cert in there. And I mean, these are just quality. When I saw them there at the table, I was like, hell yes. I'm going to try to win every single freaking one of these. And I dumped probably about 80 bucks worth of raffle tickets in and I won two and I'm completely happy with that. Again, if you get a chance to check out some of their stuff, Stabwood products, they make the top so you can drop in your little Datsun shift one. He also sends them with his own, but again, Stabwood products, I highly recommend it. I love these. I haven't planned to go in my own cars. Great feel. Again, that's all I'm going to say about it. So a shout out. I'll awesome. give a little shout out. Uh, shut up and take my money. So that's <laughs> very nice. Good point. Good point. Uh, I do want to give out a shout out to a lot of people that we've met along the way, especially all of those who helped. I've got a small list, and I hope uh, I hope I didn't miss anybody. But if I do, I apologize in advance. Of course. Um, now, of course, Blink Tony was was uh, definitely uh, one of the higher higher up on that list. Dude, this guy traveled from Wisconsin, came all the way down to uh, Branson, and literally was there. Uh, doing and it, it's not a it's not a it's a dirty job and this he did yes. it and he hung out with us the entire time man. Well, we had uh, a great time talking about cars and and BSing the whole time and that's what it's yeah. it's like. Yeah, what we it always great. About, like yeah. with this podcast, just put us on the garage, forget about us, and we're back. We're background music. I mean, that's the thing we love to do. We love to be yeah. in an environment where we're getting dirty, greasy. Yeah. Mike likes to put his hand in the rat poop. He was in his own. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, so, he, he, I think as we were being able to talk with him too throughout the entire couple days there, we just realized that we, we were we were one of the same man. We just he, he he got it man. We got him. He got us. You know, we definitely a, a friend for life at this point now. You know, the twins, uh, the, twins the, the Otten twins, Jeffrey and Jeremy, lots of help uh, throughout throughout the days that we had birthdays. there. They had the birthdays uh, the same day or ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. along with Benjamin. Uh, yeah, that we celebrated their birthday. Uh, I love those guys. Super crazy, high energy, um, like squirrels. They on were there. everywhere. Yeah, they were everywhere. And you got to love those. We were we were at the more detail oriented stuff where we didn't always have a job for them to do, but they were always around, always willing to help. They were so bored that they decided to redo somebody else's Z thirty two interior. I think it was Abe's interior. Yeah. They did a great job on top of like the hotel beds, putting these seats <laughs> together, and they're like, "Miles, this is right to you." And I'm like, you guys reupholster these in the rooms on the beds. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, it, it was like 
hog it rings was, and all. Yeah. yeah. It was like, it goes, yeah, it's crazy. It's like 400, 400 hog rings in that thing. And I was like, yeah, I've done Holy it before. Crap. It sucked. And they did it a great job. So next year, I'm taking my seats. <laughs> <laughs> twins. I'm buying a beer the entire weekend. They are on my list as interior guys, and they should be interior guys for the future because they did a great yeah. job. But yeah, kudos to them for everything they do. Um, they worked Good on day. Abe's uh, white Z32, um, yeah. which uh, came out amazing on the interior yeah. wise. So for sure, I've got a f- I've got a few more here. Of course, you did mention yeah. Abe, awesome guy, dude. He 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 threw the keys to his GTR. He let us drive his GTR to the aerial to the photo shoot. How cool his is R32. that, man? Yeah. R32 GTR. And it was an amazing experience. I let Mike drive just in case we wrecked it, so it'd be on him. <laughs> Is that why now? Okay. I thought you were no. just being nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Thankfully, um, you know, uh, we, we actually babied it. We we drove it like, yeah. like like kitten, like yeah. you know anything that's that special. So kudos to him for throwing yes. us the uh, the car and letting yeah. us drive it over there for the experience. We took a bunch of photos, and yeah, uh, yeah there was tons more people. We got to give a shout. Oh, out. Oh yes, to. yes, yes. Uh, of course, we got Justin Lucas Eastman, JLE, uh, getting. Glad to hang out with you, man, uh, and meet you for, for the first time uh, this this time. And uh, great paintwork. Uh, you, you definitely weren't lying on that one, too. Uh, I hung out Savage. with Chan. Who? Gary Savage. Gary Savage from Braille Battery was there. He hung out a lot. Just like yeah. with uh, Casey at Nissan, we we, we threw uh, Gary uh, a wrench. Well, we Here, man, go have at it, you know? We gave yeah. Gary a job, and we Just gave did. Casey a job. Everybody was standing around. If you got time to lean, you got time to clean or turn <laughs> yeah, everybody to work. So it was awesome. But yes. Uh, a few more here, of course. Uh, Oh, our our boy Harold. Harold did a great job, Harold and he was always there hanging. Yes, yes. awesome Harold, guy. Harold, Harold was on yeah. the Shake Weight crew um, yep. for like two days, so he's uh, probably he's probably gunned up. So. Yep, that that good uh, hour and a half to two hours that we spent at the car wash, uh, I I spent with Chance Goad, aka Chode. Uh, hung out with him. Uh, got that done. Great help uh, getting that done. Now we have a video here. We'll share here at the end. Uh, this video was put together by Brad Eldred, and I definitely want to give him a Ooh, shout yes. out to, to, Brad to Brad. Awesome. He got some great shots um, that because we were so busy freaking working, we were supposed to go live during this whole thing. We were. We just yep. we just didn't have the opportunity because we were so short on time that we were just we had just barely enough time to take photos, but we were just working in between sitting. on on the pot and dying from intestinal <laughs> death. Um, yeah. You know, we were basically just going back to the room, vomiting, using the restroom, putting water back in our system, going right back to working on an engine. Um, he he was nice enough to put everything together for us. And he threw together an amazing time lapse, um, and he was always checking on us too, as well. I mean, yes, he, he was. was. Yep, yep. Uh, he was great. Um, so kudos to him. Um, for doing that time lapse because it took a buttload of work, and we'll show you that as we get in a little further. Um, more people that we want to give shout outs to, Mike? Yes, of course. So you mentioned Casey Kilmer from Nissan. Uh, we had yeah, Gary yeah. Savage from from Braille. Uh, I have here, uh, of course, Chris Carl, uh, Z Spec crew as well. Uh, Mrs. Carl as well there. Our buddy Dennis from the Austin Club. He came out. He we, we were cleaning. Uh, Dennis yeah, Whitigan yeah. came out. Uh, uh, this is actually for me hanging out with John Hood from UpRev. That was a great time. He did a lot of good information, had a good time hanging out and making friends. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, Kyle Martin there, uh, a.k.a. Fake Josh. That was the uh, I think Josh. our nickname 
Fake yeah, Josh, yeah. very helpful in moral support. Um, he <laughs> actually sure. helped out a lot. Um, and dude, they were nice enough to bring us like iced treats that kind of kept us going because we were dying in some of that. That was brand so helpful. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and he kept us going the whole time and honestly, super supportive along with everybody else. So yeah, kudos to him. <laughs> uh, we also have here, of course, you mentioned Benjamin Bagwell from Spring Roll Films. We had a, a good friend. Uh, we mentioned him with, with a 620 earlier, Curtis Lee Davy, uh, hanging yeah, out with him. Had great. Had great conversations with curtis honestly um super wealth yeah. of information especially in the 620 world because we're also 620 nerds wait uh, but he's he, the he, fellow with the 620 i never got to meet yes. him ah. cool guy yeah 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 well maybe if you weren't too busy squirting out your intestines on the, on the <laughs> man i was orbiting his truck there like before uh, a good oh well, maybe you can go around next time and you guys can get together and yeah. have a 620 bro date <laughs> uh, last few here that I had on the list here, uh, of course, uh, uh, hanging out with a reef here from the San Antonio Club. Uh, good time hanging out with with uh, a reef. Uh, of course, Rodell from SPL was there, uh, definitely around hanging out with us as we were doing the work. Uh, we had Matthew Knapp. I think I hope I got that last name right, but uh, lot lots of lots of help, dude. This this project, this this what we took on. It, it took a village to get it done and the amount of time that we did. And again, from, from you guys online, if you saw the pictures, you know that this was a community effort. Everybody came in in some shape or form uh, throughout the entire uh, three and a half, four days that we were there doing this work. It was just really fun to, to, to see happen. So uh, I want to say thanks to the Branson Z Fest guys. We didn't even say anything about how well organized the event was, which it was. You walk into the registration room. That's a whole story on its own. I mean, I was super impressed by by Josh and the team and uh, great work, guys. I know you guys have the uh, pumpkin spice edition coming up pretty soon uh, in October. And, uh, you know, Branson, this event here was was everybody said it was laid back, and you're absolutely right. And then they keep on saying that br pumpkin spice is even more laid back. I'm like, how could you be more laid back from what? Now I'm curious. Now it's just like, yeah, I I, I mean, I, I would love to be able to make it in October as well. And this time with a Z and uh, maybe an yeah. oil change at the most. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe to some time there. So. Um, Fingers crossed, man. What are we? we are uh, four months away, just under four months away from the pumpkin spice edition of Branson Z Fest. So um, let's try to make this maybe at least a weekend, get maybe a, a three day. Maybe we can make a few days uh, uh, that weekend anyway. Oh, there yeah. we go. Uh, Josh just posted the dates, uh, October 6th to the 9th. October 6th through 9th, uh, that is the Pumpkin Spice edition of Branson's Ecess. For those that are, if it's all right with you guys, yeah, we can kind of transition into the uh, events here uh, segment of the show. But, I mean, yes, yeah. next Branson here is October 6th through the 9th. Uh, he also mentioned, Josh mentioned, uh, no registration required. Uh, there's no event cost. Just come out, cruise, and hang out. Uh, I think hotel registration, uh, sorry, hotel Booking the room is also just on yourself. Uh, I think if you call in and say you have to call in uh, specifically and just let them know you're with Branson. I'm with DJ Josh, 
and then they'll let you in. But yeah, no, um, um, they'll have a booking. They'll have a bulk for you to register with, and then you can attend the event. But yeah, um, it's super intriguing. I don't. It, it blows me away that this event was so relaxed. And like, if you think this is relaxed, try coming to the Pumpkin Spice events, which is even more relaxed. So kudos to them. We'll let you know if we can make it out to that event. Um, I will definitely give you some details about what's happening for it at the very least. But again, kudos to those guys. Had a great event. Um, I was going to say, Mike, you want to drop the time lapse on them real quick or no? Yes, you're right. Uh, well, yes. but I, if this is all right with you guys, this is putting the cherry on our experience uh, here with Branson Z Fest. Uh, yes, I let's uh, let's set up this uh, this video now. Taking from lessons learned during our last episode, I'm going to put this uh, video on mute. There's actually a really good song that goes with it. If you want to check it out, go to our Facebook uh, or even see Brad's personal uh, Facebook page and you can see it. Anymore. Because Mike put us in Facebook jail previously. But we'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not do that again. Let's not, right, exactly, exactly. So let's go ahead and uh, again put the cherry here on uh, the, the engine project work. So I'm going to press play. And uh, let's uh, let's do it. We'll just do a quick recap, and then we'll do some. Uh, we'll do the motorsports events for the week. But yeah, we should make our own song. <laughs> no, that's not it. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Let... <laughs> so this is obviously. <laughs> so there's a sandstorm. What's going? <laughs> what you're seeing here guys is obviously from beginning to end i, I love seeing this yeah <laughs> by the way the gaggle of folks who came out with uh with like lighting of some variety thank you to everybody who yes that was amazing yeah so um, yeah, but, uh, very, very cool. Brad said, you didn't need to do that. It's not copyrighted music, but. Oh, uh, is but, it not? Yeah. It's not, but here we are. Better safe than sorry. Anyway, but yeah, um, you know, you can see the amount of work and the amount of time that went into this and look at Bling Tony never leaves the damn chair. He just there got he is, man. Yeah, it, it's like it's his throne or something like that. I think he just peed in the corner. But bling, bling, tell me. That's, that's that bottle underneath his chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> uh, this is, uh, yeah, one of the last nights, man. We were swinging at it pretty hard. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had uh, intake. This is the timing. Uh, valve covers are going in. Water pump was going in. Uh, of course, you see us bagging it up uh, overnight to keep it protected. I think we even had one night where, oh, you know what's crazy? Also, we had to stop every night like at 10 o'clock because there was a family that was right in front of this build that was yeah. sleeping there. So we had to end it at 10 o'clock at night um, every night. So that was, was another a, thing that was hindering it a little it bit. It was a Curtis. Yeah. Was, yes, we agreed. Weird. We agreed. There was no. Yeah. We didn't want to be out there until two a.m. with power tools. So right, and that's like we were really trying to enjoy ourselves as well, right? So we were trying yeah. to, uh, yeah, wrap up by a certain point. Yeah, maybe find find a circle of friends uh, and at least spend you know an hour or two uh, after all of this as well. So yes, yes. Yeah. So uh, what we're seeing here at the end, this is where they're putting the clutch and flywheel on. Uh, pressure plate, uh, Kate in there, and here we go putting the engine in here at this point. Uh, transmission was going in last. Uh, what really stopped us, honestly, was the uh, torque 
Torka yeah, Torkrich so like, falling into pieces. Up, yeah, so we, what happened... We broke three Torque wrenches that week, so surprisingly oh, wow. weird. I don't know what happened. Maybe we just... Because we brought our secondhand Torque wrenches, and that's what, yeah. you know, Harbor Freight, meow. It is what it is. <laughs> All right. Of course. Uh, that is that is Branson, guys. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I mean... Uh, uh, again, shout out to everybody. Uh, let's go back to comments one more time. Uh, we, we've got some stopping here. Uh, didn't the fan? Okay, let's see here. Uh, uh, they were Branson understood it before the. Brad said that that video was uh, about four thousand photos taken. A photo every thirty seconds. Uh, that yeah. video that you just saw, uh, which was amazing. It was really cool. Thank you for doing that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Josh did say that uh, the. Uh, uh, pumpkin spice edition hotels are seventy bucks a night. Very very affordable. Uh, it's so cheap. That's cheap. It is so cheap. Uh, it like, is so cheap. You have no reason not to get out to Branson's Z Fest. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, definitely. If anybody's asking for a review, it's ten out of ten. We, we definitely go again for sure. And hopefully, yeah. you will see us out there again. So. Yeah. Uh, hit up again. that sandwich place up the way. They got an amazing sandwich place up the street. I forgot what it was called. Like Veskins, 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 Vinigans. That was the place that Ben uh, recommended. Niagara's, right? I don't know. Shenanigans. I no, yeah. No. Venetian, Shenanigans is what know. we were randomly running into. Viagra. <laughs> I don't know. Vaskins. 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 Uh, thank it. you, Josh. That's thank it. you, Josh. They, they got the meats. I'm telling yeah. you right now, you got to go and check that place. <laughs> yeah, that place was very tasty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, absolutely. so we're running a little long, two hours and 41 minutes. Jesus Christ. All right, so let's get into events. Let's close out the night. Uh, we'll make this fast. Uh, upcoming yes. events, uh, our next one here um, that we want to mention is the 35th Annual Z Convention that will be held in Birmingham, Alabama, um, July 25th uh, through the 30th. Um, it is basically less than eight weeks away. Uh, that kind of yes, blew me away. I, it did. I didn't realize we were that far away. Um, but That's there is close. a whole slew of folks that are actually attending this year. Um, we've got the JDM Legends guys. Um, I, God, I think uh, Bro uh, Peter Brock, Brock is actually set to go out again here. Yep. Um, I think um, uh, the uh, – oh, my God. It's just been a long day. Guys, um, <laughs> I just – uh, all these people that are coming. They, I know there was a post that just came out through the through the Zcon Facebook page that was showing. I know. Uh, I know. The whole list. Off memory, um, Mr. Uh, Drift. Oh my God. Uh, Fielding Shredder. Fielding uh, Fielding Shredder is going to. Oh, be there. Uh, we also had Chris Brian, Forsberg, Brian Highcotter. Brian Highcotter, who we love, and and his uh, uh, another guy that drives for them now as well, who's amazingly accomplished driver, and I can't believe I don't know his name right now. Here you go. Um, Here you go. Josh is coming in. Uh, uh, boom. Hit me. Boom. Peter Brock's coming in. We've got Mr. Tamuzan uh, hanging out with us. Uh, Chris Forsberg. we got the JDM Legends crew uh, coming in. Brian Highcotter. Alex we love Alex Jager. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jagger, I think is what it is. But yeah, yeah I think you're I, right. I can be wrong. Amazingly accomplished driver. That guy's awesome. Uh, Fielding yeah. Shredder, who's a super cool guy. Cool guy. Um, very technical. Very cool. Yes, uh, an amazingly accomplished driver. I'll be good at Man, it stinks I'm not going to make that this year. But uh, Greg Ira, um, uh, two-time national champion. I have... I, 
actually have something for him to sign. Moving on. Yeah. Mad Mike Taylor. Mad Mike. Gore. Yes, sir. So, yeah, <laughs> lineup of, uh, of celebrities that will be there this year. So, kudos to them for attending. So Definitely, definitely. Again, yeah, less than eight weeks away for you online. For you guys online, if you want more information, go to zcon.org. Uh, see all the information. Definitely register. And, uh, of course, with many of these events, one of the first things you want to do, even if you're considering – is get that hotel room booked because if you want a shot, a place at the host hotel, uh, which is a huge benefit uh, for these conventions, uh, call in reserve at the very least um, and get that going. So again, less than eight weeks away, start making your plans. Uh, we definitely uh, uh, ha- had a great time uh, with every ZCon is a great time. I know we just made it to the, uh, the previous one here at, uh, at Colorado Springs, uh, but the one in Birmingham here should be a, Great, great time as well. Um, moving on, I do have one other event here for uh, to, to share with you guys. This this event's actually happening later in uh, October, and we're talking about the 17th annual Z Nationals. This event is hosted by Z1 Motorsports. Actually, not very far from Birmingham either. This is actually uh, just uh, west of Atlanta in Carrollton. Uh, Georgia. Actually, it's in Atlanta as well because we are talking about Atlanta, uh, Road Atlanta. Uh, sorry, Atlanta Motorsports Park uh, at Z1 here. So this happens October 21st and 22nd. ZNationals.com which is where you can go for more details. Uh, 17th annual. These guys as well know how to put on a very, very good event. Uh, it is a track day, which is the first day. Second day is at their Z1 uh, headquarters, which is, uh, of course, uh, been renovated. Huge renovation uh, over here over the last uh, year or so. Uh, a lot of people love it. Uh, you definitely um, owe it to yourself to, to to be a part of this event as well if uh, if you haven't gone before. So uh, we'll be definitely talking about this more as we get closer to the date uh, for for that. But uh, that's events, yeah. <laughs> Miles is given a sign language. This has actually probably been one of our longest. This is. Would you say this is the longest episode we've ever done? Longest episode we've ever done. We're getting into Joe Rogan territory, man. We're almost no, at three we're getting hours. Into Lord of the Rings territory. The <laughs> <laughs> extended, extended edition. This is the director's cut, right? The director's that, that... cut edition of Lord of the Rings. Stop it! These people need to go home. These people have lives. There's a guy who started this podcast in his garage to do a job. He finished that job. He finished the job. He finished the job. He's drinking the beer. He's putting it down. Yeah. These guys are still going. Jesus. I can't leave my garage until they finish. Go. (laughs) Go inside. Ah. Go pee. Go do your thing. This is the end of the show. (laughs) We're done with it. We're finished. Two hours, 46 minutes. No more. Frodo's thrown the ring in the mountain. We're done. We're finished. Got it, got it. Hey, bling, Tony. No more blinging. No more blinging. <laughs> yes, no more blinging, Tony. No more blinging, yeah, Tony. Uh, yes. Again, kudos for everybody that survived with us for two hours. And Thank you for being with us. Yes. Good Lord. All right. And on that note, uh, remember that uh, to like, follow, subscribe us. Um, Check out our pages, our Instagram pages. We are getting more social media conscious 
self-conscious yes. as well. So we are trying to move in. Now that we've gotten the fan base that we want, we are starting to move into different social platforms. Again, continue to like, subscribe. Let us know what's happening in your neck of the woods. Again, this show does not happen without the input from yourself, you, the community. So if you have any events that are happening in your neck of the woods, anything of note, any personal um any stories that we need to know about, let us know. No story too big, no story too small. This is what we're here for. We're here to support the community, and you are a community. Let us know what's going on out there. So Absolutely. Uh, if it's okay, Miles, let's go ahead and give it out one more kanpai. For you guys at home, please join us. Whatever you have left in the, in the, in the tank here, let's give out a, a kanpai. Uh, we've enjoyed your time. Let's do it again. Uh, we'll be here again uh, in uh, two weeks as well. Click. Yeah. Get in the garage, build something cool. Mm. I got one more beer left. I'm done. <laughs> you drank all the beer. Damn. I drank all the beer. That's it. It's two and a half hours. Jesus. Do you all blame right. me? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do blame you. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> oh, oh. All right. That's it, guys. Uh, thank you again for attending with us tonight. See you on episode number 51 when we 51. talk about. one. Freaky what? 50s. Yes, it's. <laughs> Bye. Oh. We did it, man. That's yeah. We're we are on the cusp of a three-hour show. This is probably the longest one we've ever done. Yeah, but uh, not complaining. Honestly, I enjoy it. I mean, again, at least for guys like us, it didn't really feel like we. Uh... Almost yeah, that I know. Same amount of time that you were in the bathroom that one time. This is just <laughs> about same amount of time that it was that one time that you were. You had the squirts when we were at Branson Z Fest. That's weird that I would yeah. say that on live TV. Oh, did we, how many times have we said that word? Is it is it making you cringe Squirt? yet, Ion? I, a little bit. A little don't bit. You, don't. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm going to say just, you both look very thin now. It's it's the it's the in the squirt in the sh- squirt the urt. It's the urt of the squirt that it's gets me. It. It, it rolls off my tongue. Squirt. <laughs> Uh, and you can put a little s- at the end of it for like salsa square yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's where uh, we're we got it i don't know i, I i'm speechless you're you're dry your tank i'm dry is my tank dry. is empty go home your 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 intestines no are dry squirts. tank is dry no more squirts you squirted yourself empty Done. <laughs> Good night. Nice, Brad. All right. Good All right, guys. Go home. Go home. We'll see Go you guys. Home. Thank Squirt. you for being with us. Squirt. Squirt. Squirt.